I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. New York Times reported in October 2018 have repeatedly shown that they are willing to use the government's prestige and power to help their friends and relatives make money. While the rank and file Americans, the Fox News, MSNBCers duke out their ideologies over Thanksgiving dinner, the billionaires have taken over the Monopoly board and the board is America. Scott Pruitt, Donald Trump's first head of Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, joined Washington with a net worth of $3.2 million. Despite being a millionaire, he wasn't a billionaire, and thus Pruitt was somewhat lampooned in media circuits as the poor kid of the administration. He knew the billionaire playbook, though, and he used the EPA as his personal expense account, using thousands of taxpayer dollars to travel first class and for security detail, even taking his taxpayer-funded bodyguards to Disneyland. He argued that traveling first class was necessary because in America's toxic political climate, being seated with coach passengers endangered his He spent the public's money to use military planes and non-military zones. Pruitt used his influence as the head of the government agency for personal advancement, a clear conflict of interest, to inquire about the about acquiring a franchise license in a fast food chain for his wife, as well as the spoils of the gilded uh, himself for himself when he accepted tickets to the 2018 Rose Bowl to watch his beloved Oklahoma Sooners from an agency that represents oil and gas companies, the very industry over which Pruitt was supposed to have oversight. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're live on a Sunday morning, coming to you bright and early. Um, and we also have a very special guest in the house. It's my man JL Covan. What's going on? hello everybody it's good to see you man um <laughs> i know you had a heck of a week uh the last couple of weeks man um uh you know before we uh get we're gonna get into all that but before we get into that i'm just gonna tell everybody about the excerpt from the book and all that stuff so oh the, yeah the book is full dissidents by howard bryant great fucking book um and the chapter that this is in i believe is called open season um and it's about the trump administration and how it's open season on the american public uh from these grifters um and how much unregulation and just straight up fleecing of the american populace has taken place in the last just just the last four years it's technically not even been four years um (laughs) from from their from our pockets to theirs um and uh it just breaks down like agency by agency you know it talks about bessie devos um uh you know scott pruitt it talks about a lot of different um people and i think um it just kind of resonates in moments of crisis like this that the people in charge of the hen house are the wolves and they never had any plan on governing this country there's never plan on like protecting their people any of the things we consider obligations of the office none of that was was part of what they were doing and so i think um you know like it's not a bug it's a feature when it comes to you know the amount of disarray that's happening right now in front of everybody you know when when we don't have a clear plan from anyone because i think the plan was to disrupt and dismantle and then fleece you know so you know agencies that typically were there to protect us have been bankrupted you know they've taken away the budget for certain uh agencies so that they essentially can't do their jobs and then agencies that were there to keep uh corporate businesses in check they're completely run roughshod over it's like no, no no put a thief in charge of that someone who has a um who has a built-in incentive 
to deregulate that industry and then uh with turnover in this administration they'll be gone in a couple of months after the after they've already broken all the levees on the on the flood of like uh you know here let's open up fracking anyway guys i guess i got fired uh you guys have a good one i'm gonna go over here and collect my money yeah enjoy that fire water yeah yeah enjoy your Mm. (laughs) enjoy your dirty water um but uh i'm out so uh yeah i think uh right now just feels kind of poignant out and it makes me want to highlight these moments from this book of like yeah so these are the people in charge so when you see like states fending for themselves as we're going to get into and in some cases competing against the federal government for supplies and feel and when you feel like there is no plan except to not have a plan it's real and it's and it's by design all right let's uh Let's get into the the, the major thing that everybody. Wants to. Oh wait, I gotta play the song. Hold up, wait one second. One second. Music, yeah, yeah. Almost, <laughs> almost didn't play the song, uh, but we'll get into you know what everybody's really guys. Okay, um, we've all seen the videos at this point, um, but yeah, I I just thought that uh, watching like uh, Donald Trump give his press conference every day, and you know you see like Jared Kushner who doesn't know how to handle or maybe he does know how to handle the federal stockpile of medical supplies and shit um you know it just it just you know i think there's a lot of people out here going this doesn't make sense what are they doing and i'm like oh it makes sense for them yes you know what i mean like you're thinking of it as it doesn't make sense because they're not doing their job what do they think the job is and what do you think the job is because tradition went out the window when they elected trump so you know a lot of people they did not understand why so many people were highly upset i roger can tell you i was mad for almost a goddamn a year or two from him being elected just every day just mad and i i think also the idea of electing a businessman sounds smart to these like either like libertarian or republican people that think business is the answer to everything but or it sounds smart to people who still call men who wear suits like even when they're in their 50s they're like he's a businessman i'm like what are you in first grade yeah <laughs> that's like you know what i mean like so like if you wear a suit and walk around in a tie you're like he's a businessman like they definitely say it like my dad's a businessman right like they definitely have that mentality still like he's just a big thing that does something really important and they're like very simply awed by it it's like I, that's what it is he's a shitty businessman he's a shit like it's ridiculous. It's, I, I'm sorry. To, I didn't mean to no, like ahead, jump in full, full throat, but the, uh, it's like I've been doing these comedy videos and these cameos this week. So I've been in full like buffoon Trump mode, mm-hmm. but these press conferences, like, like what you were describing with Pruitt, it's like Trump, nobody legit really wanted to be associated with Trump when he came in. Mm. Now, some of them have, have backed him now because they see it as like money and judges and whatever and electability. But he couldn't get the A-list team. Like, at least George Bush, you can hate on what he did, but he had plenty of, like, qualified, experienced people who knew, like, government and what they were doing. Trump couldn't get those people. So then those people, but even the people he got were some of them were like, um, we can't actually do that, sir, and we shouldn't do that, sir. So he got rid of them. Mm -hmm. Now he's up to, like, the third string crony people who are just there to like his ass. Like it's not even 
this shit, these con press conferences, I'm really, I watch them because obviously it's a source of some material, but like right. they're getting really gross and he is getting worse. Like if people watch it, we're just getting into the rough part of this crisis and he's already losing it. Like mm-hmm. he's lying like bigger lies. He's more upset. He's mm-hmm. saying a bunch of bullshit and nobody around him can check him. It's all. Uh, everybody gets up there. I never remember, and maybe it's biased, but I don't remember any Obama press conference where the first three people to speak would first go, but first I want to thank uh, the great, brilliant, uh, big dick leadership of Barack Obama, which has inspired us and the American right. people love him for it. They would just say, thank you, Mr. President. Yes, as the Mr. President said, we're doing A, B, and C. No, everything is one of these dictator, like, sh- it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's so, I'm so like disgusted now, mm-hmm. like in a real way, like where it's just like, this is a joke. He's turned us into a joke, but people are going to die and people like, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's at this point, it's like this dude has no, like, I don't want to say anything that will get me in trouble. Right. But I know that there are millions of people in this country who know that tweet or say certain things, mm-hmm. but in their head, they're going, wouldn't it be nice if something bad happened, but they're like, right. I'm not going to tweet that. I'm not going to get in trouble. Right. But they, we're at this point. Like, if this were another century or another country, there would be an actual civil war going on. But right. we're, like, in that flat screen TV, Netflix, tweet my disappointment mm-hmm. kind of level of protest. Like, this should at least be 1960s level right. unrest. At least. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but it's, it's funny because I think um you do have this element of like we we should run the government as a business but it's like in in a country that is capitalist as we are that's always a bad thing because the government actually has responsibilities and a corporation doesn't and the corporation always does what's best for the profit motive um yep. which is the opposite of what a government should do like you know hey we need to take care of people and keep them alive is a very like um low bar but you know it's it's the basic fucking like job of of a of a uh country but for a corporation they don't care about that even corporations that get into that business you know hospitals have to make a, a, a they have to make a judgment call to be like this motherfucker's too expensive they can't afford this shit they gotta die that's what a capitalist society is gonna do health insurance hey man you got uh fucking you know jl covan disease we never heard of this shit before and we don't know how to treat it and you only pay you know two hundred dollars a month we gotta let you die you know like that you don't want a country running on that type of logic and i think uh that's the like i said that's the bare minimum when you actually take it to like a capitalist extreme what which is what we know mostly have it's literally someone in a room going yeah fuck that motherfucker kill them let them die like that we can increase profit if we cut this whole wing off if you know it's what companies are doing where you know maybe they could be insuring their employees or you know trusting that these some of these kickbacks from the government will get them through this crisis and you still got companies being like nah just fire the motherfuckers like like we don't know what's gonna happen but you know we can keep our shareholders a little bit happier if we're not not losing money by paying people you know um maybe we'll get a little kickback when we hire them back or something but for right now fuck it you know and i think 
putting that person in charge of the government is a you know especially a guy like this who has seven bankruptcies who's a known liar known thief uh all that stuff when it comes to the way he runs business anyway um you're not gonna get the up and up moral stance you know it's it's funny people shit on like all the rich people now but there's some motherfuckers that actually do try like um comparatively to a donald trump jeff bezos is like a fucking saint you know as much as people like bill, bill gates bill, right bill, bill gates, gates is like yeah, the com- real deal yeah comparatively you know warren buffett and all these mother like people kind of lump you know all the rich people are terrible but i'm like it's literally the worst of the quote-unquote rich people to put in charge like this is even worse like if bill gates was in charge he'd still be like well i gotta figure a way to protect the country and save people because it's the right thing to do donald trump's like fuck those people what's the stock market look like is this gonna fuck up the stocks oh it's gonna fuck up the stocks i guess i'll go out and talk to america jesus well trump is the guy who i mean not that you can't inherit wealth and do something good with it but guys like bill gates jeff bezos they went out got jobs built their fortunes created products Mm -hmm. um donald trump inherited his money through a tax scheme from his father like his father might have been a racist and a piece of shit, but the thing he, the thing that he has over his son is he did build a business. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he actually did the work that Donald Trump now corrupts and abuses and turned into like an increasingly like just piece of shit tax tax fraud. But at least at least you can give it to the father. Like, oh he did Donald Trump is just the rich kid who who acts like he did it and any means necessary to preserve and grow it it's it, yeah. it i don't know how you can watch this dude at this point and i know this is that's that's y'all's man mm-hmm. but uh i don't know how people can watch him even fans of his and and not be like yeah he doesn't really know what the fuck he's doing and i i, I have a guy i work with who's a who's i get a, you know i get along with him we laugh but but he's he's like a, he's an obama trump guy which is weird to me but he was an Obama mm-hmm. voter and then a Trump voter. I think misogyny is probably, you know, I yeah. think that might be the the easiest thing to say. But he'll things to me like, where's Joe Biden? I'm like, who gives a fuck where Joe Biden is? He's yeah. a nominee. Right. Yeah. Like, he, we have the president. Like, where's Hillary Clinton? I don't know. She lost. Like, why are we? Right. You know what, what else about is? the dude who's actually in office? Why, you know what's why interesting is the about question that? like. Was it was it, <laughs> really interesting Joe Biden thing? is that it's a tacit admission of our country being leaderless and of the fact that we're not looking to right. Bernie, we're not no one's looking to bernie sanders or trump to lead because the main people that started that were bernie sanders fans which you would think they would just be trying right. to share any and every information they got from bernie to be like look this is the leader this is the guy you you know uh we we need to rally behind this guy and instead they're like where's joe biden because everyone's you know it's the it's the thing that happens when um you know it's like uh if you're a basketball team or something like that and uh star player who's like you know like maybe vince carter he's a star player but then there's like leader guy you know it's like like jason kidd might not be the best player on the team but he's definitely the guy everyone looks to like everyone's like fuck look fuck lebron right now where where where's jason kidd where's jason we need what what's the plan coach what are we gonna do like fuck the whoever's the coach in chief no 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 who who's a coach on the floor who's the guy who's gonna help us get through this crisis and that's what's so funny is because i don't feel like anyone's that enthusiastic about joe biden like that it's not it's not a you know this isn't a barack obama 2008 thing this is literally just people being like panicking 
looking for the fucking fire alarm and they want joe biden to just show up and calm america because it's in such a state of panic man it's it's insane and 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 i have a friend well not friend but i had a guy i played basketball with who was a huge trump supporter <laughs> and uh i just had to stop talking to him because every year every week it would get progressively worse like he'd do something more fucked up and i'd be like you still fucking with and he'd always essentially be like yes and i remember thinking the other day i was like man i wonder what his excuse would be for this because he's lied he's downplayed it now he's now it's serious you can't avoid it now he's throwing out numbers there's gonna be hundreds of thousand people dying and stuff like this and you know it's ironic we couldn't even have a talk about it because we can't be face to face anymore because the fucking ymca is closed that's how fucked up this shit is yeah. I think one one last thing, and then I'll we can we can sing the song. We're mm-hmm. delayed for the song, but uh, what I what I realized is this is how incompetent and corrupt and and vindictive Trump is. Trump could handle this and be a hero, mm-hmm. like he could have actually just been a strong leader on this, done just what the doctors say, and it would he would have gotten all the credit. This might have gotten him reelected if he had played this, if he mm-hmm. had played it smartly instead of instinctively, which is his. I like the stock market. You're hurt. Like I, I, I'm gonna lie, lie, lie. All I do is lie because I'm. I have no long-term vision. I am. What's happening today? What's happening this week? He has no long-term vision, no patience, and no thoughts outside of himself. And because what I realized is, if Obama was president during this, or if Hillary were president during this, do you, the hard time they would have had with everybody going. I mean, Obama. Oh, he wants us to do what? Mm-hmm. We warned you. This is the takeover. This is the socialist. This is the government-controlled takeover. But nobody's going to accuse a Republican. The Republicans will not recuse their own of a government takeover. So Trump had political cover to be strong during this. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have the vision, the patience, or like just the sense of, of care for others to do what was right and what was smart. Because I, I'm telling you, if it was a Hillary or, or Obama presidency right now, no matter yeah. how bad the situation got, all you would have heard was, this is what they want to do. We've been telling you, we're Fox News, we've been warning you of a government takeover of your freedoms. And you'd have a bunch, you'd have even more MAGA kids running around beaches in Florida. And it would be like, so he, the fact that he could have had the political cover to do mm-hmm. something and still didn't. <clears throat> yep. tells you how fucking weak he is and how how bad a person he is for a job like this like you can't get a worse type person and somebody still... who doesn't like to think or read somebody who doesn't care about other people somebody with no vision or patience it's like it's so ridiculous it's like a it's like a joke and he's still being petty in the midst of this with like governors and and politicians he doesn't like states he doesn't like being like don't give them the ventilators no let's not give them uh you know let's not give them the mask let's give it to you know a state that i you know that i, I feel like oh, gives florida us, yeah florida let's give let's florida give everything florida gets everything they need yeah and I, I the one thing that really bugged me because obviously very well documented i was a mm. huge jay Inslee supporter mm-hmm they were the first ones to get hit hard, and they've kind of gotten a lot of praise. Like, you know, Dr. Burks, the, the woman yeah. doctor with Fauci, she um, she was praising uh, Inslee. She mm-hmm. was like, they really did a great job of sort of stopping the growth. And, and now Trump, most governors, if they're complaining or having trouble, if they're Democrats, he says it's their fault. So he'll get on the right. mic and say it's their fault. 
But when Burks was complimenting Inslee, a Democratic governor who who Trump now doesn't like because he said like one bad thing about Trump, mm-hmm. he goes he got back on the mic after Burks and went. But in Washington, it was kind of an easy situation because it was like contained to a nursing home. So like he had to get back on just to provide right. his opinion on why Inslee maybe didn't do like a real great job. Like his mm-hmm. great job was easier than other people. And I was like, okay, like the, <laughs> he can't even let it lot. Like he can't even he can't let help it be. Himself. He has to like make sure everyone that he doesn't like gets shit on. This is a mal- it's, it's, uh, it's a malignant <laughs> narcissist. You know what I mean? Like yes. we're watching it happen in real time. This is why you can't like really argue with narcissists. You can't really go back and forth. You can't convince them like this this thing people keep doing where they're waiting on the grinch heart to grow three times three sizes in, <laughs> oh every crisis is like it's never gonna happen because this is what it is it's, this is a condition that will never change he's been this way it's worked for him he's only elevated every single step of the way he's been rewarded for it why people expect like it to get real to him as people die he doesn't care that people die he doesn't care that um what the solution is supposed to be he only can think you know three feet in front of himself and uh for me to kind of add on to what uh you guys have been saying number one my personal opinion i've always thought that trump has always wanted to be a dictator because if people pay attention, he constantly has praised anybody that was in the form of dictatorship. Yep. Anybody that could come and make sweeping rules and sweeping laws. Anybody that, that, that had to bow down. Anybody that had to grovel. That's actually what he wants America to be. Mm-hmm. So if you start there, you can understand every move he makes past this point. You can even understand he will take this crisis of people not being able to go out to delay the election indefinitely if he can and if they fucking allow him to. And so. Oh, he's going to like right. he's 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 definitely going to or when the results come in, he's there's going to be some irregularity and he's just going to say we need it, it wouldn't be right to to change until we figure things out right and so once you understand that you understand the the how important it it is and was for people not to fuck around when it was time to vote last time and also for me jay when you're talking about protesting it's it's true that people protest but the ways that people protest people don't use all the avenue all the the layers of protesting and one way to protest is numbers and not numbers online i'm talking about like physical people numbers Mm -hmm. because guess what before covid19 motherfuckers we could go outside and protest trump Mm -hmm. you know but Roger brought up a good point before when the person that would actually listen to you y'all were protesting when that person got out of the office and that motherfucker said beat them in the streets that protest stopped yeah i mean well also like you know i know it, uh, i i'm i say it derisively and uh you know i'm kind of mocking them to a certain extent but it's one of the reasons i just i can't take like eat the rich and all that shit kind of serious right now is because like then go do it like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like like if this is the ultimate like you know moment of the quote-unquote revolution and all this shit where are y'all like you're online tweeting and retweeting each other you know? you're not actually revoluting any fucking thing you know it's it, you know it's it's and it's and i don't mean it to to say right. that it, to to demean the seriousness of the situation but it's like even our quote-unquote revolution is couched in a 
bunch of fucking privilege you know it's a bunch of people that don't have it that bad who just wish they had it a little bit better and then they wouldn't give a fuck at all you know it's like well i care now because i might lose my job or my health insurance or this you know like things are like things are trending badly inflation and all this stuff and i'm like okay i agree these things are terrible so what's the solution well it's not voting okay cool it's not voting what are we gonna do we're gonna fucking eat the rich we're gonna like we're gonna go after them we're gonna okay cool so when does that start like every every day something gets worse in this country and i'm like so is it today it's like we're we're saying it on twitter i'm like okay so i'll check in tomorrow and we'll see what the fuck's gonna happen it's, it's like we we're in love with the t-shirt revolution like we're in love with that you know the branded tm like shit we're in love with that but but you know we're in love with the podcast that tells you the revolution is coming we're gonna do it but we're not like like jl said we're not even 60s level like they were bombing shit in the 60s and 70s like they like like liberal people not like not the not the, the like they were bombing shit like no fuck this we're gonna sh-. like there there is that Obama's is Obama's radical friends yeah that's not even happening anymore man so like i don't like i don't know it's like people are in love with the idea and the image of a revolution and shit but ain't nobody really trying to like they, like they don't even have guns you know what i mean like they don't like they're not they're not truly about that shit i think people just like couching you know their uh you know their complacency in this revolutionary rhetoric but it ain't shit happening i'll still look up every day in the country getting grifted by this motherfucker anyway <clears throat> oh go ahead oh, what you gonna one, say sorry one I, I just thought it was um and, and what makes me i think i've said this online um to you guys but i do see a lot of bernie people who mm-hmm. even amidst this yeah and i don't know it's twitter but even amidst this their main enemy is still like the dnc and joe biden and i saw something about andrew cuomo who's been getting a lot of praise for his sort of sort of stoic but human leadership uh moving the primary in new york and i saw i could i almost replied but i was like i don't feel like this right now but it was somebody saying like so if it's moved past this date, the delegates go down. They aren't allowed their full complement of delegates if it's past this date. And Bernie right now is polling ahead. <laughs> so once again, once again, and I was like, and that had a bunch of retweets from Bernie people. And I was like, you think, you think <laughs> you are so fucking stupid and up your ass with Bernie that you think that Andrew Cuomo <laughs> is being motivated to try and help Joe Biden in June with what he's doing right now. Are you like, and then I said to myself, I'm like, and that is why all this talk of bringing in the, the Bernie people, I say in the words of Robert De Niro, which should be the quote of like 2020, fuck them. Yeah. Because I thought, you know what? Go get every black person that isn't uh, Mark Lamont Hill, mm-hmm. get every suburban white woman get every one of them who who hates trump fears trump and knows this is a disgrace and you get that out because as you guys i think said and as the report said joe biden may not be the messiah that everybody's looking for but when you look at him outdoing obama in right. virginia and in michigan right blue st- purple states now, right. now virginia is basically gone blue now blue now yeah but but like Michigan is a, obviously a purple state. Mm-hmm. If he's breaking Obama turnout numbers in the primary, then it doesn't really matter what you say you bring to the table. Why don't right. you get on board and stop being a spoiler? Because the worst thing that can happen to you, Bernie folk, 
is that if Biden wins without your support, then your asses are written off for a long time because then we will realize, oh, we don't need the asshole Twitter coalition right. to join us. We just need to please everybody else who actually registers to vote. Dog, that um, is, that's the realest shit because, like, uh, you know, I think it was right before Super Tuesday we were talking about it on the show, and I was, like, doing the math in my head, like, wait. This motherfucker <laughs> don't have the numbers. Like, like all you have to do is just reduce the field, and and Bernie has less than what he had before, which is insane, you know, because right. in, he's dominated. Like, there's no excuse. He had the most money. Mm-hmm. He dominated the media space for all liberal things for the last five years. And he's Hillary, the only one with close enough record, name recognition to Biden. Right, like he wasn't a newbie at this point. And right. and and Biden to me is like you know. uh you know a, a boxer on his last legs at this point like we're watching the guy that we're like yeah this dude is not the sharpest like he was sharper eight years ago and and he's still lapping your ass because you never built coalitions and you never really built inroads and your fucking supporters are not people that build coalition like that like you don't even have like that's the thing um people always forget uh i think they take it for granted now because it already happened but Barack Obama in 2008, man, that was a coalition building situation. That was people on the ground being like, no, no, I know you want to vote for Hillary Clinton. I know you don't know who this guy is. I know Obama sounds like Osama. Let me tell you about my candidate, okay? That's what that was. It wasn't, you fucking neoliberal corporate shill, you piece of shit. Wait, if you don't Brother fucking... Rod. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that shit, you know, like, um, it was, it was, it was like a legitimate campaign and he didn't just have to win over white people. He had to win over black people too. Like black people weren't yes. fucking with him when he showed up. And so you had a blueprint to follow Mm-mm. but i think you know because it. the bernie sanders movement is mostly built on fuck obama low-key is mostly built on like uh bernie would have did it twice as good as obama so fuck him you have that type of sentiment that like fuck the most popular politician vote for my man and the re- way i'm gonna do it is by negging everything you believe in you have what we have now and so like i said man i'm the numbers didn't surprise me when i start i was just looking like are they gonna drop out or not because it was really an ego thing at that point like is pete Buttigieg gonna stay in is um the billionaire nigga i can't remember his name anymore uh is he gonna stay in Steyer. uh no bloomberg that's what i was thinking bloomberg, bloomberg, bloomberg yeah okay. different billionaire um but <laughs> yeah i was i was like are they gonna stay in and once they dropped out man it was a wrap man because you know essentially it was like the people but that became it's a plot you know what i mean then they, yeah. it became instead of them just making like smart decisions and trying to help the party because okay maybe they maybe what a shock maybe the centrist candidates don't want bernie to win the nomination a secret plan right like it doesn't have to be a secret plan you just spent the whole campaign talking about how all these people are too centrist right. well, what a shock the centrists back the centrist right. like right. i don't know why that has to then be a plot like it's why so, can't it, that just make sense it's also crazy the one they should be worried about is elizabeth warren right. didn't back bernie right that spoke much louder than any of the endorsements yeah that she was like yeah no <laughs> yeah when they um and then when like that that kind of like uh piece dropped about 
the they tried to reach out to bernie's campaign before dropping out like a month before to be like look man we're really close on certain things we should be working together not against each other blah blah blah. bernie's bernie being in the lead and his people being like man fuck you like we don't need your votes and then flipping it to the second she dropped out like bitch you owe us those motherfucking endorsements i hope you don't think that you about to just get out of here scot-free like that was such a crazy thing to view in real time and yeah i think that spoke volumes for a lot of people but uh yeah it's anyway this has been a long ass tangent um okay well, one more thing before we leave okay this is how i view a lot of the the, the bernie stands they come into a room and they punch everybody in the eye they like beat everybody up and after they finish punching everybody in the eye they go well it didn't work with me Right. Bitch, you punched me in the eye. Why would I work with but you? Here's, but here's a, I'll take it one step this further. This isn't prison, it's politics, Bernie. Right. <laughs> right. And, and the worst part is, they don't even punch that hard. No, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's more of an annoying, it's like, it's more of an annoying thing where just like, dude, why'd you, what are you doing? You know, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, it's like a child punching you where you just like, dude, what do you, uh, what do you even mad about? Calm down. Go, go to time out. Like, anyway. Alright. <clears throat> Let's sing the song. This is what they've been waiting on, guys. <laughs> Y'all know the truth. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know. And ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. I got to say, before you jump in, I was just, since I've, I've only heard it, I haven't watched you guys do reading rainbow. <laughs> I love Karen. Karen has that like, like she's in the studio during the We Are the World video. <laughs> yeah. She's looking around and she's like, are you with me? Okay. Right. <laughs> got one one hand to her headphone trying to make sure the picture's right y'all hear me um all right so before we get into the news news of the day man jl man it's been a big week man mm-hmm. um are are you how you feeling now man are you kind of recovered are you still feeling all like exhausted and shocked and all that stuff yeah i'm i'm better now like you know i, I settled down now it was just it was like this over load of good news and like people coming to me with with different opportunities and i was just like you're not supposed like i said on my podcast you're not supposed to get seven years of a career in 48 hours (laughs) um so it was it's 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 been good obviously the followers went way up the 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 youtube views like i've you know i've made more this week from youtube and cameo than i do in a month at my law firm wow like and i know that's not gonna i know i know that's not gonna last but it's been like this insane and that's just that's just like the cold hard money part not Mm -hmm. the kind of potential career opportunities i do think it's fitting that i would blow up finally when there are no clubs that i can go parlay (laughs) this into a career i think that's a perfect on brand moment for me but it is, it is weird because obviously I'm trying to steer people slowly but surely into like other impressions and other, other, like some of my stand up because, you know, if you pick up 65,000 followers in two weeks, you just want to turn maybe 10,000 of them into stand up and impression fans because right. that's enough. Then you've got enough 
to yeah. do something with. Um, but it is weird because I'm sure you guys have had this because you've, you've been big for a while, but you start to see, oh, okay, na- now you start to get a couple messages. Like I posted something about Trump last night. Yeah. Where I was like, I quoted, it's my favorite quote from Casino when it applies to Trump people. It's, he's talking to a guy, uh, who's been like, who runs some of the slot machines mm-hmm. and the slot machines keep winning. And he says to the guy, either you're in on it or you are too stupid. Either way, I cannot have you. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel at this point with Trump supporters. I'm not talking – yeah, you can find somebody who had an excuse in 2016. But right now, we've seen the body of work. He's right. hateful. But he's also really bad at the job. Like if you thought <laughs> yeah. he was just the most ruthless, sharp CEO – yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about your feelings or right. your mom. But man, he just does the work. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, he's terrible at the job. Yeah. And he's a horrible person. So I, at this point, I'm like, I can't I can't be down with you. Like. I don't need, I don't need to, and then I, a couple of people go, hey man, there are Trump people who like your impression too. And I'm just like, I'm not going to stop you from laughing. You want to laugh? It's funny. I know that. But like, don't take this as like, we're all on the same side when it comes to this man. Like, this isn't good natured humor right. if you want to know the truth. This is, I have a good impression. I want to make fun of the guy. So this is what I'm doing. But there's no like, let's all come together. This dude, somebody wrote to me yesterday and said, no, no, I should say this. 99% of the right. comments are, right. are great, positive. positive. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Um, you get that occasional one, like after the third Trump video getting a huge number of views, you get that one person who's like, um, it's getting a little boring. And I'm like, <laughs> that's you. Yeah. That's you. I don't know. I'm doing it because like tens of thousands of people keep watching these videos. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry you one person think like I'm, I've jumped but you, the shit. You know what? But like, you know what else is funny is like, even if that was like a defense of Trump attached to like, you know, it's enough to, enough picking on Trump, everybody. That's enough. Like, yeah you know who else is getting a little boring trump it's the same act over and over again except his kills people like like right. <laughs> like no one's died from a jail coven impression no, um that's so that's let's, it. let's save the rage uh for somebody that might be affected by it but the other thing too is like as a creative man that kind of shit always finds a way through right like millions of people could be like i fucking love you man it's the greatest fucking thing in the world and then it's just like one (laughs) one asshole who didn't even like listen to the video or or just fucking saw you with the hat or whatever like that one asshole always gets through where you're like oh well fuck you motherfucker it's like well there was all this other praise that i'm ignoring real quick hey you in the back asshole walking by the comedy show on the outside uh who just who just Uh said that guy's not funny fuck you motherfucker like that's i can feel that coming well, and there were two, the two comments last night, like just after I posted like a link to my website, I was like, Hey, wait, free ways to support me. And it was like, I got podcasts. I got a bunch of videos. I got stand up clips. And then somebody like after hearing people got like a few people, like I said, like three yeah. go, Hey man, do something else. This guy goes, Hey man, I just found you. I just found you. <laughs> yeah. You're brilliant. But enough with the other stuff. Can we get more Trump? <laughs> and I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Now it's mixed like, signals. You just showed up to my party and told me, um, the food sucks. Do you have any more beer? Right. It's also um, funny too, because like, um, I think fans now they have such, um, access, right? Mm-hmm. There's such immediate access now via the internet that they really do treat shit like a request line, you know, like, like, all right, man, uh, enough of you, uh, talking about your dog that, you know, whatever motherfucker, uh, 
do some trump impressions real quick like like you know like like uh, i'm on twitter real quick with a mom hold on one second i'm gonna get him to do some trump real quick and then we get back like that's <laughs> like it's not really like supposed to be like that but i think we have reached like peak entitlement of fans now because everything's so streamlined exactly to what we want right we follow people's tweets exactly how long and for which opinions we want we all the content streaming choices we have now you can literally get the exact fucking show you like and no other show right like like you can just keep making up shows until eventually like i want a show about a fat woman it's like here's forty-seven thousand. oh she gotta be black Twenty-seven thousand. Uh, she gotta be lesbian. Seventeen thousand. Like it's like we are now that fucking streamlined. So I do think fans are like low key entitled to be like, yeah, I noticed you've been doing your career for uh twenty-seven years and uh you have uh hundreds of videos and podcasts and all that stuff. Can you just do something specifically for me? Like do the Trump thing, but say my name. Like say, uh, <laughs> make it about a guy who works at a mechanic shop and uh ha- also has one leg. Go ahead and go. You know that's that's what. We're- yeah, uh, and one and one guy last night, and and I I didn't respond. I try not. I I found myself, and on my podcast this week, I'll get into like more yeah. specifics of messages and things I got because there's some funny and some dark ones. Yeah, but the um. The one I got last night was a guy, and I think he was trying to be like, hey, man, I'm like a reasonable Trump support. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. I'm good people. Why the good ones? And he was like, hey, we he, we all love the – he was like, we all love the Trump stuff. Like, you're a very funny guy, but maybe, like, you know, this isn't the time for negativity. Maybe we need to all come together <laughs> with some positivity. And I was like, okay. And he was like – but then he said – and I don't think this is a time to undermine confidence in our pre- in the president. And I didn't reply because there was no way to reply to that nicely. Right. But I wanted to say, okay, so you're, you just found me most likely within the last 10 days. Yeah. I have posted exactly one comment trashing Trump supporters. Right. Everything else has just been goofy humor and thank you for following me. And I'm the negative one. I don't know if you know this, but you should check out a Trump press conference once in a while <laughs> where he's shitting on governors trying to stop a plague. Right. And the idea under I'm undermining Trump. He undermines himself. Right. Yes. What are you talking? What am I doing? They, it, it's one of those things where you're going. I know this guy probably thinks like, hey. I'm like, I'm reaching out. I, I, I want to be all in together. And that's a good sentiment. We should be like that. And that's fine. I can be with you in terms of social distancing and mm-hmm. trying to trust the doctors and do all that. Trump isn't with you. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Right. Like, Trump is not with you, Trump supporter. He is with Trump. Right. So, like, this idea that he's trying to lead us. No, he's trying to help himself. Whatever. Right. If you said you will get reelected if you give a hundred Trump supporters corona, fatal coronavirus, he would be like, "Well, let's line them up. Let's get it. Can we get it right into the vein? It's probably quicker if we put it right in the vein." So he doesn't like. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. he does. He is not with you. Right. Don't worry about me. He's not with you. That's what we need to sort of get across. He's with Trump. If that coincidentally helps you or makes you feel better because he insults people you don't like, that's still not with you. And that's well, with you by it's coincidence. Also, it's also as that soon thing, as his interests are different, he won't be with you. It's also that thing too, where um, it's a platitude, and people just love platitudes, right? Like it doesn't have to mean anything. It's, <laughs> like it's essentially shut the fuck up without saying shut the fuck up. It's like the nice way. Like, but can't we all agree? 
that we're mm-hmm. in it together can't no. like can't you see that it's like so what do you want from me person do you want me just not to not make a living anymore you want me to not do the thing i'm good at anymore you want my videos and i you know what you've convinced me i'm gonna delete every video i've done i'm gonna call everyone back and say fuck your opportunity i don't want to do this anymore it's gonna make this guy feel bad this guy who never feels bad when he sees a trump press conference who never feels bad when he sees trump tweet but it's me i'm breaking the world up with my opinion and my uh mocking of this guy who's obviously you know out here uh making the world worse um so of 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 all the like uh reach outs did you also get like the dms and the texts and stuff from the old people that that stopped fucking with you but now they see you that you hot so so they want to they want to back on the jail train where are you at, Mike Ryan? Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> shout out to the Lebertard show. They had me, they had me for free, free. for a year and, and dis, disrespected me. Mm-mm-mm. Um, and now I'm still not getting paid that much, but at least more people know me. Right. Um, <laughs> but I think, no, I had one, I had one ex reach out to me and say, Oh my God, this is so great. Congratulations. Uh, most of them didn't because I guess they hate me. Mm. But, um, I, uh, I was laughing at all the DMs I got from, you know, cause I'm now internet, you know, I was yeah. internet famous for a week. Right. And I was like getting all these messages from like, my sister is a nurse and you made her laugh and that's a great thing. Oh. And like my parents, my parents are 80 and they're, they're worried and they were sending me your videos. You've really made them happy. And I was like, I thought there'd be more hoes in the DMs, right. to be honest. I know mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend, but like, right. I didn't think I was, I thought this was going to be more Motley Crue. I didn't realize I was this generation's Mr. Rogers, <laughs> where it was going to be like, right, like, I, I thought The Rock would be playing me in a movie, not Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to know that you, you just wanted to know that you still had it a little bit, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. Instead, it's everybody who's just like, my goodness, this, you've, you've brought sunshine to an otherwise. I'm like, all right, but do you fuck? Right. <laughs> you see, Trump don't make the panties drop, like literally. So I'm, I'm sorry. Well, he I wasn't, don't know what to tell yeah, you. he wasn't in Trump makeup though. You know what I mean? It's like, I, uh, I think, I know a what lot you're of saying. Teeth compliments. I got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, people who love teeth were like, great teeth. You didn't even get like, you didn't even get like the MAGA, uh, groupies that came, you know, yeah, to be like, I mean, they rolled deep. I, like I would love some, uh, some, some fake Trump, uh, some sex. role play, some yeah. role play. Yeah. Like maybe I once, I wanted to do a sketch about that. I don't know how I would exactly make it PG for YouTube, but right. I wanted to be like, yeah, you like that? Is that what you want? Do you want the blacks to go back to Africa? Is that how you like it? What if I speak in, what if I get some tacos delivered and then don't tip the Mexican delivery guy while we're, while we're making love? Do you like that? How about you want some of that? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been offering any porn parodies. Like, come over, go over oh. here and just do a voiceover. Yeah. You know, they did a um, Trump porn parody, though. They already did one. I watched it. Um, and it had Boris, dude. It. It's not American. <laughs> It's okay, a, that makes it's sense. a British porn parody that has like Angela Markle, uh, uh, Boris, whatever his name is, and a version of Trump all in the same porn. It's, what? it's insane. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a lot. And some black woman too. I can't remember who she was. I was like, there's black people that are, oh, okay, all right, well, like, hey, equal opportunity. I appreciate y'all getting that diversity hire in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I like to feel represented in the downfall of America. So 
Um, it, it is, it is, it is definitely weird. And it, it feels like, I mean, I have, I've gained like some famous people fans yeah. and, some, and a lot of like good, good people, it seems. So, but it is weird. What about like comedians though? Is, what about comedians though? Like, are you having comedians come back to be like, yo, this is, this is my man, JL Covan after years of being like, I can't get booked. What the fuck is happening with these clubs? Honestly, what I do like is that all the comedians who were ever cool to me, even if we fell out of touch, but never mm-hmm. like, and never felt like they disrespected me or weren't cool. Some of them have contacted me again, and that's nice. So I haven't gotten anybody who's like, "Oh man, you're do you're doing your thing," and right. I'm like, "Shut up." Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. What about uh, T.J. So, Miller? Has T.J. Miller hooked you hit you up yet? Dad. Um, <laughs> No, he he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't. I, I hope like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I nothing. Nothing from him. Our our beef. Our beef was a, a long time ago in a blog that I wrote. I guess. I but, appreciate uh, um my no, man Roywood Junior retweeting it, man, and with the link and stuff. Uh, because you know he was the first person I saw retweet it. You know, from like that circle of people, and he's such a cool dude. Like he, is. he came to yeah. Charlotte. He got us. Uh, he gave us tickets to come see him when he came to he Charlotte. Um, you know, extreme, yeah, also extremely funny and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff, man. He's been on the podcast before, like super dope dude, man. And like he, his star has risen in the last like two or three oh, yeah. years. And so to see that alley oop, man, he threw up there. I was like, like I couldn't retweet that shit fast enough. I was like, yes, this, okay, come on, like this is it. This is like, like I, like I, like it was like, uh, I can't remember when, but it, I felt like when he retweeted it, it was maybe like a hundred or so maybe retweets or something i don't know how many views it was but it wasn't like blown all the way blown up because i've done i've done the and this is all like very black guy who tips universe relevant Mm -hmm. it it, this the first guy to retweet it with like significantly more followers than me um at the time was this guy eric schmelzer who's like a political i i I don't even know when we started following each other but he Mm -hmm. likes the comedy and obviously some of the political takes but he has like 19,000 followers, but they're very political people. Mm. He retweeted it. And then like an hour later, not directly from him, but Roy Wood Jr. retweeted it. But with that, that like endorsement, you know, mm. where he was like, he quoted a line and said, bravo, Covan. And he's retweeted a couple things of mine. Obviously, he's got a lot of people he follows and he's very busy, but he's always been very cool. And, uh, you know, through social media. I once I did a show with him like 10 years ago or nine years ago. Like just when he was starting to rise in stand up, I did just a set and he even said to me, he's like, Oh, that was a good set, man. And so he's always been, you yeah. know, he's always been a really nice guy. Um, and then, so that took it from like, you know, like 4,000 views to like 30,000 views. Mm. And from there I was like, Oh, sweet. Okay. But I still never thought I was like, this might be a good one for me. And then, you know, it just it got a million to me. It's at like six and a half million there. It's oh, over two million man. on YouTube. Who knows what it's doing on Facebook, but people told me it's, it, it went viral on Facebook too. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, and then from the next big one, the one that gave it that like quantum leap was Ken Olin, who's a producer on This Is Us. Hey. This is why I thought of, so like, now what I was really looking for, even though he's very active and has a big social media following, I did, I kept looking, any cast members? Do we got any yeah. cast members? <laughs> yeah. Retweeting this, Can I get I, Sterling I K. Brown to come through? Yeah. Yeah. And by, by then, either, I keep one, I keep, I make my girlfriend laugh with my Sterling K. Brown impression, but I know it's not good, but it's just that 
you, you remember in the movie Unbreakable? Mm-hmm. I know that's not Sterling K. Brown, but the yeah. beginning, uh, the black doctor who delivers Mr. Glass, mm-hmm. he just has that quavering, like, like everything is very intense. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, so whenever my girlfriend forgets something, I just say to her, do you have cognitive impairment? <laughs> no. You know, just like, yeah. like, because everything is like it's everything is very very profound time to invest time um, to invest in your future it's so serious maybe maybe i try i try to work on that but uh <laughs> but i kept looking for some retweets from the from the cast but by then you know once as i'm sure you know once you get into the like you can't scroll your phone fast enough like every right. three seconds there's like 20 new notifications so who knows at that point but right yeah it was it was it was uh it was obviously really nice because now it's whether these people follow me to my stand up or other projects, like I'm I'm at a level now where I have this I have a large following. Well they followed crazy. you they followed the uh podcast. I saw Making Podcasts mm-hmm. Great Again, moved all the way up to iTunes mm-hmm. charts. Uh I think that when well, you said the picture out is at number eleven overall. Crazy. Now it's not in now what what it what it's sort of now, but our fan base literally went up by like a thousand ten thousand percent like mm-hmm. some like ten thousand percent increase i'm glad so at least mm. so as you'll notice though we are we are holding strong at number four on the podomatic comedy charts be a few spots behind uh you know oh, this us? legendary okay. show <laughs> but we're, ne- we're, probably, we're probably never gonna get up to uh that high again because that was like one week of like a hundred reviews and twenty thousand downloads right. in like a 48 hour period right but we we did get up to like 50 on the comedy charts on itunes this week when our new episode went up so yeah Beautiful. either way it's just like we do now have a much larger base it's yeah. no longer like like our base is not 20,000 people. Like it's like 8,000 people, but when you're going from 700 to 8,000, that's a, that's a, that's a beautiful jump. Well, you know, I've like, I've been saying for years and I mean it, but you got, you are so talented. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, the Trump impression to me, bar none is the best. Like, and I, and I'm not even saying that with the, like the diss to these other, like, that's not even what I'm saying. Cause I think, uh, Oh, I'm saying it like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's some other people out there that do good, good trump so they get different elements of trump that are kind of funny and stuff but you know i've always been like man it's like jail gets in their head in the head of trump yeah a guy who's already like a living hyperbole and then takes it that one extra step to where you're like okay it's sarcasm and i can laugh i don't normally laugh at a lot of people's trump shit because it's kind of too close to either ridiculous and making it seem like he's not a threat at all or it's too close to like uh vilifying him to a level where it's almost like not surreal like it's it's like he's not thanos you know what i mean but but (laughs) jail's able to get it where it's just like that that sweet spot of like funny narcissistic um ridiculous and stupid at the same time where i'm just like laughing every every episode if you haven't listened to making podcasts great again Uh I, I can't recommend it highly enough. If so, for some reason you were waiting out, uh, waiting for the white man to recognize JL before y'all could, <laughs> before y'all could listen, now, now you should go listen. And, um, you know, also they have a Patreon and you can become uh, a subscriber to that too. I'm a subscriber. Uh, and you get like Trump movie Thank reviews you. and, uh, bonus Trump, uh, shows and stuff. So you, you should check it out. Invisible man, the invisible man <laughs> Trump review. Cause it's now on demand early because of the theater yeah. shutdown. Next 
next week, this coming week, will be the Invisible Man reviewed by Donald Trump. Yeah, you killed me with that joke about Ralph Ellison, man. I, oh, oh man, I was, I was like, oh, that one's for me. You know what I'm mean? like? I don't know who else got that one, but that shit killed me, man. And I'd also, uh, JL, I remember when you had first had started this podcast, and I think it was just playing in the background. I really wasn't paying attention. And at first I was like, the hell is Trump doing over here? I was like, oh, that's not Trump. Yeah, yeah, I would play yeah, a lot of A lot of people have sent that, like, my wife or my husband was in the other room, and they were like, what did that idiot say? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I hope I hope they thought it was Trump, and they weren't just like, JL. No, I'm talking about JL. <laughs> yeah. What did that idiot He's say? He's a fucking idiot. Oh, oh that, he was trying to do a Trump impression? Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, this week I'm starting, and I hopefully hopefully it continues. I, I I'm doing my first uh, live Howard Stern call in as as Trump. No. Um, yeah. So the only problem is the impression is better the later in the day, and I got to do it at seven fifteen in the morning. So oh. I'm waking. I'm setting my alarm for like four o'clock mm. so that I can just talk for two hours to rough up the voice. Have you but thought yeah, about like have of, you thought I mean, about rebranding yourself? Like maybe going by JL COVID nineteen or uh, That's, I am, am Covan COVID, COVID, COVID tour. Yeah. Um, Covana virus. Yeah. <laughs> like we gotta, we gotta capitalize on the pandemonium, man. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like tough because my ego and the fact that obviously Trump represents only, it represents like 90% of my fan base, but only like 5% of my career. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to delicately like, bring people along you know what i mean like this is my game of thrones but like i want you to stay and watch veep afterwards yes. kind of thing <laughs> yes um so i'm ho- i'm hoping i can do that well um, i think you i think you have a window like, i think you have a window here yes. especially this weekend because uh louis ck came out with a brand new uh oh, I've, been, I've been resharing my old right video. Yeah, so now are- you know because people you know it's like they're uh now people can like transition into oh this guy does more than just trump this Louis C.K. because that once again that was a f- fucking great impression yes. and that also like the only thing you can't get retroactively is like that also was at a time right before people were doing impressions of him so like we can't and get the retro the, and he was at his absolute peak right like, he was yeah. the man like the reason that sketch got heat was because a lot of people were like who's this fucking hater right like, it wasn't me being like hey he pulls his dick out and it's right. cool now to bash him I was like no, I caught a lot of people calling me like a dickhead and a hater yep. for like attacking the, the king. You were ahead of the, time, um, and I ahead did of the last, curve. Last, oh, sorry. I said you were ahead of the curve. Last Sunday. Yes. Too, I think too far ahead of the curve. Too, yeah, like, too yeah, far. Him. And then like four years later, they forgot about me <laughs> yeah. that I was the one doing it. But I, um, like last Sunday with churches closed, I said, oh, perfect time. I shared the Joel Osteen video. So that got it another like mm. 5,000 hits and some likes. So I'm trying to do that this week. I have one because I'm going to bust out uh, an Andrew Cuomo impression that I've been working very hard on. Mm. So as it's the next Trump video is going to be a Trump and Andrew Cuomo video. And then I'm going to start. Uh, then I have like a deal with a website to make a couple of Trump videos exclusively for them. Ah. So I'm going to start sharing the John Bernthal series because um, this guy i talked to to do like a web uh, uh, uh you know we're, in, we're we're kind of negotiating terms but like to do a uh, a mobile web series like a very like a cheaply produced but like little mobile web series for this company um is uh he watched like some of my other videos because he was like what other impressions do you but and he was like floored with the john bernthal like yeah he, like, mm-hmm. he was like 
He was like more in love with the John Bernthal impression than with the Trump. Yes. And yeah, so I want to try and get that series. Like, obviously, it's not going to reach the same people, but I kind of right. want, I just want the Punisher Marvel type fans to like maybe a broader audience to see those videos. Cause that's right. like a goofy little series, but the impression is good and nobody's doing that's another right. one of those like nobody's doing, nobody's doing it. he's like not quite big enough for for people to try so yeah we'll uh, see. i love but, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't wait to just go change the, uh, so and the guy was saying he might he wants to like make john bernthal trump's secret service agent <laughs> yes! like, this in, like this little mobile series <laughs> uh, mr president so, uh, so that's what you you want to go out there without your secret service? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I know you're a tough guy. I know you're a tough guy, but you know what? The people want to see me. You know what? My family wanted to be seen, and then they got murdered. So you go out there, and you take your bodyguard. Yeah? Well, if you say so, you're the one with the gun. We love our Second Amendment punishment. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy because I remember, uh, I remember we, uh, you stumbled into that on the podcast with us. Yes. We, were, we were just fucking yes. around. <laughs> I was like, I was like, jail for real though. That's actually really that's fucking good. Really good. I love it. <laughs> yes. Like, it's like, why are you bullshitting though? You should probably get get you a Punisher shirt and at least make some videos. Oh man. And that's somehow, sometimes how it happens because people always want it to be like, did you study the person? And like, and, uh, Andrew Cuomo is an example and is you know, somebody that I'm like. I feel like I can get it and I'm working on it. Whereas Punisher was one of those ones like I hear it in my head, let me try and then sometimes they just they sound kind of good when you just sort of try it. Mm-hmm. So that was one of those. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so yeah man, nothing <laughs> nothing but great news, man. I'm really and I'm really happy for you too, man. Like me too. I feel like uh you know I was starting to doubt our the Blackout Tales bump. I was like, you know, we took on a very strong project this time to try to get jail over the hump I here mean, yeah, you were the hardest one yet yeah you know we, i mean we've I seen mean, our magic just a big man a big man from haiti with no basketball skills yeah you, you thought he had a good motor project you know work the project <laughs> uh, he's a, you know we got to trust the process here yeah, man we you know we refuse to get, give up on you i mean jlmb yeah <laughs> i mean we had what roy wood jr at this point Sonny, uh, ray Sonny, james. janelle james chris lambert mm-hmm. uh just got him to broadway you know we take all the credit uh for his hard work and success i can't I and now you i didn't want to text him too soon about that yeah. Chris. i'm gonna text him but i that because i didn't want to because I, I project on how uh, how miserable I would feel. Because mm. I have tickets next week to his play. Right. And obviously that's not happening. And, like, that's not, like, a little thing. That's a Broadway play in a critically acclaimed play. Like, this is like a, a Tony Award, like, kind of nominee frontrunner type mm-hmm. play. So I feel like I feel like now enough time has gone. I'm going to be like, are they bringing it back? I hope. Because, like, yeah. me, if you if I found out, like, if this video had popped off, like, three months ago, and like I was starting a tour, right. headlining clubs oh, in April. Man. You could, you wouldn't be able to talk to me, right? <laughs> I'd be able to me. You can talk to me in September. I'm in a dark place right now. Every and podcast. Chris isn't me. I'm, Every- I'm just projecting my negativity on Chris, right? But I've been feeling for him because I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I was supposed to go to the play, and you know, as an actor, you make a Broadway debut. That's a huge. That's 
that's yeah. humongous and he um i mean he's i've talked to him since he seems to be taking it pretty well i've talked to him uh i actually did his podcast too um not too long ago but um mm-hmm. he seems to be taking in his stride man as much as you can i mean obviously it's you know it fucking sucks but uh i think when, way, at least everybody's in it that's like, what i was gonna it's say not singling you it's not like right. only your show got canceled i think one thing that, that one thing that helps is that it is a pandemic like not right. to not to <laughs> like like not that that's a quote-unquote good thing but i think it helps knowing like everything shut down everything so it's like all right this is maybe i felt like i was getting over the hump but like when they shut down you know the church I, okay i live it's not just the world out to get me it's it's kind of everyone's fucked up and i think because yeah. it's like a universal everything shut down maybe there's hope like everything will just get flipped the switch and restart at some point and then uh yeah, that you know could i invest in money and that shit are gonna definitely want to get you know get that play out there eventually mm-hmm. um all right I, I do need to say before you get mm-hmm. off this i do need to say since i not everybody obviously listens to righteous prick podcast but uh I meant what I said. Like I, I was getting, it was like overwhelming, but I had to give a special thank you to you and obviously your fans when they listen to this because Aww. all jokes aside and all the bitter jokes and cynical jokes I tell about comedy, like I really didn't see, and, and who knows? Right. This would be even funnier if like three months from now I still have no real career. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> if I just became a superstar during the COVID and then like people are like, all right, let's go see the regular people now. <laughs> um, but you guys, I mean, I have felt closer and closer to just being done with comedy um, and just using it as like doing some writing and seeing if I can do something as a creative outlet. Um, and it was you guys. I mean, you guys, since you came into sort of my comedic world, uh, your fan base has sustained like you've gi- you and your fans have given me enough of a bump, enough likes, enough encouragement Aww. in a real way that you go. Well, I didn't have, you know, I had, let's just make it easy number. I had a hundred fans before the black guy who tips and now I have 250 fans. And that like feels like enough to be like, fuck it, man. They like the video. I like making them. So at least I know somebody's out there appreciating it and that sometimes I can do Rod and Karen's show and like I'll pick up some followers because it's a, it's such a, it's a, it's a warm and an engaging base. And I've made this. Obviously yeah. I was a huge Corolla fan and I went and did that show. Now he has a bigger audience than you guys, but right. there was never the same bump. Like doing a, doing a show with you meant I was got more fans than doing a show on Corolla's podcast. Even at the time when it was like number one or two on iTunes, I'd get followers, but I wouldn't get the, the feedback and right. the appreciation and the numbers and like the raw listens, downloads, right. album purchases from, from this, like that I would from this fan base. So, you know, it was, it was, I was getting choked up on last week's episode because it was like overwhelming. I, I felt like I was giving an, a, an acceptance speech for an award that I didn't win. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like Zoolander getting on stage. They said it couldn't happen four years in a row. Well, guess what? And then it's, you know, Owen Wilson won the award, but that's what it felt like. It felt like I needed to say thank you because it was like, uh-huh. oh. Without that, without what just happened, this may have given my career another two years. It may have given me an entirely new career. Who knows? But it felt like it was pretty much over. I was just doing it for like my own enjoyment and like, yeah, you know, I have a regular job and that's going to pay the bills and I got to adjust my mindset for that. Mm -hmm. And I did like, and because you guys, I probably would have quit a few years ago 
Just yeah. that I would have reached the same point quicker had you guys and your fans not been, um, you know, well, where I you are and we how just, you are. Mostly, we just didn't want you to move to Cleveland. That's really. <laughs> really all this has been about oh no but if i make the real big bucks then i'm gonna then i'm gonna have that power to, to flex on my girlfriend and go no we're well i'm moving and you can you can get one of these you can get this four bedroom house if you want it but if not i'm sure there are some there's some big cleveland fans who just want to tell me how i changed their lives and their grandkids loved my impression because yeah. that's the groupies i get i'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't want to compete with the cleveland demographic of groupies that's mm. no everyone knows about that that's on a different level yeah no one's ready for that for the big leagues over there um but <laughs> but yeah man I, and obviously man we're just super happy for you and uh Yay. you know really really um you know we really appreciate it and you know it's your hard work man perseverance and then you know you're just super talented um you know the real the real like thing that i didn't see coming was just like you know with all the burn bridges and all the like completely like honest takes <laughs> on comedy and shit i was just like well that's what's gonna keep me capping i'm like you know you was like he's talented but then there's just always gonna be someone taking offense like you know, well, I think bringer shows are fine. Fuck this motherfucker or whatever. And, um, Jail gets the gun. Yeah. What did you say? And in a weird way, like the internet is the ultimate equalizer, right? Because right. you don't have to go necessarily through a broker to put your video online. Right. And then when the people like the video, then, you know, comedy, like comedy doesn't, isn't, hasn't really changed much. Like they're now just hopping on the wave of what's hot, right? So mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're like, I, well, I can't deny this shit is hot and we would like to get this and we like to be involved with this somehow. So it's, it's a odd, it's very odd because JL, if you listen to the Righteous Prick, you're so fucking like focused on like stand up and like this is where the comedy happens. Like this is the club. This is, this is the culture. But, but in a weird way, it, you've taken this, uh, uh, circuitous route back yeah. you know to, and it's all and it's funny though because you're still i could already tell when you're talking you still kind of like how do we work this back to stand up though how do we like we got to get this back to where the art form is is, well, is that he, here's the thing like for me the goal has always been and, and i the reason i started podcasting the reason i started doing youtube videos to showcase impressions was i said okay i'm a good stand-up now I would say I'm an excellent stand-up, but I was a good stand-up. I do good impressions. Uh, I'm pretty smart and have opinions. So let's see if I can diversify my comedy portfolio. And if one thing hits, then I can bring that whole skill set. And it just didn't seem like it was – I felt like I was doing all that and the product was good, but it just wasn't catching on. And I laughed. I said, I have no management. I have no PR. I have none of that stuff. But – when everybody was stripped of their managers, of their bookers, of their places where they're already in, and it became like this, this flat surface where everybody was now eat with everybody home, watching the internet and being bored, I was able to break, to break through. And I, I, I made this joke a couple, and it feels good. It feels good to feel like I don't think I ever compromised i don't think i ever strayed from what i thought was good comedy and from what i thought was the uh, the right way to do it mm-hmm. but i've always wanted to be a headliner i always i want to clubs i'll take I, I will do other things and build up other opportunities but like for me career goal number one it was and still is 
I want to see that poster outside of Funny Bone, outside an improv with my name, preferably like special event, meaning I'm getting extra money. Right. Uh, you know, that's, that's still that to me, that's the dream coming true. And whatever comes from that will be beautiful and I can set new goals, but that's like, that's the dream. And this, like I said on, on the, the podcast, it's like, I've never felt, I don't know how far away I am from that. Right. I know I've never been closer, but right. could I be a mile away or could I be a block away? I right. don't know, but I know that I've never been as close as I am now. And that alone feels like an accomplishment, uh, or that I've set a new, a new standard for myself. But, um, yeah, I just, I, uh, I, I joked on my episode where I said, uh, I feel, I said this like, I don't know, like three, four days before I put up the Trump thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I said, I feel like Bane in, in the dark yes. night. I like, <laughs> I joked and I was like, you were born in the dark. You adopted the darkness. I was born, born in it. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I'm this like dude traveling the road. Like yeah. I don't like to be alone. I'm not a loner, but it's just the way life has sort of worked out. And I was like, what if I thrive? What if like my whole life has been pre- my adult life has been like preparing to kill it during like a global pandemic. <laughs> right. like, I, I'm built for it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it actually happened. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My joke was right. That's how I, that's how I feel sometimes when people like quote unquote check on check in on me on in the pandemic. I always feel a little bit bad because I'm like oh, I'm doing fine. Uh, this I'm actually doing a little too good. I'm a little worried. <laughs> I should probably be more down and depressed, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I'm in my bag. My work is in my house. Uh, my video games and tv shows are here I'm catching up on a lot of stuff uh yeah so, you're catching up on everything like the yeah. tvr is starting to clear out buddy yeah i'm catching so I, yeah. I just i'm like this is the most productive i've been in a long time but anyway how are you doing it's like i, I just need to get out of the house man i don't want to kill somebody i'm like oh man that that sucks i'd hate to feel that way anyway going back to netflix you guys have a good one uh all right we have news let's get to the news i'll try to go yes. through some of it uh a little a little faster here um than normal i know we've been talking um but it we needed to talk guys we did it was worth it um uh what did i do with my oh before you move on mm-hmm. uh once uh everything quote unquote gets back to normal and jail starts touring again y'all actually go see him live because when we went to go see him and Riley with uh, Nick Jew and Leonard Brothers, we had a motherfucking ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. We laughed so hard, man. I felt like white people weren't ready for the amount of laughing we did. But they, they, they was not ready. It, it was like everybody else, and it was like this one table. And I think, like, some of the other comedians started focusing on us because we were just so loud. We, like, kind of yeah. – everybody looked at us like, is it okay and, to laugh? And, and for the record – not loud and disruptive guys not loud and heckling none of that good comedy fans but i mean you know they were like they like the shit that was funny we were cracking up at man yes i got a heavy heart laugh too so i know it kind of echoed but we yeah it was a great time man it was laughter it wasn't call and response yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like oh and then okay this is the last thing also thank you to our fans man we have such like i really do believe just like what jl said we might not have the biggest fan base we definitely have the best though yes. and it's not even close like we don't have 
dickheads and assholes in our fan base we don't show up to comedy clubs and fucking heckle the comedian uh, we don't harass our guests Mm-mm. um you know uh we support you know stuff if you know we find somebody um who's doing good work or whatever like we people will go out and listen our fans are leave those reviews on people's shows our fans uh like they always make us so proud and it feels like uh your fan base is a reflection of the show that you do Mm -hmm. you know that's why you know certain certain people are assholes and then you meet their you see their fans and you're like well makes sense right and uh i always feel like uh humbled and and so honored by the way that you guys navigate out here like online with each other and uh online with uh the people that come on the show thank you yeah because it makes a difference because i know jl and some other comedians be on the show be like i did a show in the middle of nowhere and one of your fans just randy was like i am here comedians uh yeah janelle james like minnesota or some shit and she's like she dm me like man you know you got fans in minnesota i was like i mean we do have fans everywhere yes Um, yeah like i did know that but she's like yeah they come to the show they like they talk to me afterwards it's dope it's not that just because there's there's a level of fan there's a i heard you on the show cool i'll follow you on twitter there's the i heard you on the show i'll i'll download your album or i'll stream your album and then there's the i heard you on their show and i'll come to see your show right and because what you said, you said we don't may not have the biggest fan base. You do have a, a solid fan base, right. though, but they are a higher grade quality to put like drug terms. Yeah. It's a much higher quality cut of We got fans. the, we got the blue meth of fans over here. <laughs> yeah. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's Walter Black. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> that, you have that kind of fan, whereas other places have bigger fan bases and like, but the whole point is if I kill it – here's a perfect example. Speaking of Minnesota, mm-hmm. a few years ago I would go to a club that's not closed because that's what I do to clubs that book me. Um, <laughs> they call them the closer for, for a bunch of reasons, guys. Yes. <laughs> a, a, a Corolla fan came up to me after the show and was like, hey, you were great. I've heard you on Corolla. And I go, oh, awesome. Did you come here? Like, oh, so you came because you heard I was going to be here. And he was like, no, no, total coincidence. And I was like, okay, well, then I don't know what the point of that was. Like, like in other words, you could have just lied and been like, yes, you're flying yourself out to California to do podcasts. Got you intentional fans. I was like, great. You just were here by accident? That's weird. Whereas your fans, like two years later, it was only – it was a guy and a, it was a couple. Yeah. And But they were your fans, and they were there. They had already told me on Twitter, we're going to be at your show. Aww. And I'm like, that's the difference. Like, in other words, your fan base is, and I, you know, I want to give everybody a free pass. I'm right. sure you have some, some, some fans who, who don't go the extra mile, but, yeah. but I appreciate you anyway. But you yeah. have a lot of fans <laughs> who like, you, like, they, that's why I always said to you when I was, I mean, DC was like the, the biggest place for that, where yeah. it was like, you know, oh, like, there's like 12, uh, Black Eye Tips fans. And I was like, you got to do a show in DC yeah you're right i'm getting 12 of your fans and i'm getting like seven of my own yeah (laughs) that means like they're coming out to support your your side projects if you will (laughs) it'd be like it'd be like if you saw hobbs and shaw then you're gonna go watch the fast and the furious yeah 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 kind of how it is so like you like incredible incredible fan base like like i said a higher a higher cut a higher quality dosage of fan yeah you were right too man because when we went to dc i was fucking shocked Me like this is before because we don't even know this shit to be honest like mm-hmm. we we started traveling just a couple years ago right. and doing doing live events and stuff and it's like 
you know me and karen look at each other like what the fuck are all these like, people doing here who, who are these people <laughs> like what is happening this is a lot of people yeah you know in one place i wonder what they're here for right like, and then you hear your name <laughs> and you'll be like oh i think they're here for us yeah so uh all right now, now let me get to the news guys so um I think they must have taken down the COVID-19 playlist off of Spotify because I can't, I don't Aww, see it right now. I think Title might have one. Uh, well, I don't feel like opening Title, guys. Just imagine a, a song. So Sick by Neo. Okay. Go, go play down on your streaming apps and then come back. Oh, all right. Boo. We have um, another one. White House Americans should avoid grocery shopping as coronavirus hits apex. Uh, the White House Coronavirus Task Force is now warning against even going out to buy groceries or medication as the pandemic is expected to hit a deadly apex in the coming two weeks. The next two weeks are extraordinarily important. White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Deborah Bricks, uh, uh, Burks, I'm sorry, Deborah Burks warned at a press conference late Saturday. This is the moment to not be going to the grocery store, not be going to the pharmacy, but doing everything you can to keep your family and your friends safe, she warned. Um, so i guess pharmacies prescriptions are gonna be like hey just ship that shit to the house um people are starting gonna do them hello fresh blue aprons the that harvest thing people were talking about hungry harvest and stuff like that just having more things uh delivered to the house i guess so i don't know how on a short notice you can switch your pharmacy to delivery though like if you were going to the pharmacies like you were going to cvs every month or whatever Mm -hmm like i wonder how like what do you do if you need medicine for the next like in the next two weeks just you don't go to the pharmacy like that's gonna be crazy that's a hell of a change right you pick it up and be like hey moving forward just ship it to the house yeah can you call them or whatever and be like hey man just send it to my house or whatever i don't know that's crazy and a lot of them actually do it for free they used to didn't be the standard but i know Mm. for us they sent like a text it was like hey would you like your supply in three months i don't know if they starting to do that to kind of reduce people having to okay go. i see people in the chat saying pharmacies are offering free delivery okay cool so i'll look at this that's crazy man um and of course now they're talking about the uh death toll toll rising because uh the trump administration realized they weren't going to be able to just talk around it and mm-hmm. hope it didn't work i hope it right. didn't go through people going do you see the dead bodies nah we don't see it be yeah. like uh it's a little too high you can't look over it okay guess we'll see them now so we've topped 8500 deaths uh as of saturday afternoon I just, i'm sure it's more now of course. uh more than 312,000 confirmed cases by sunday morning easily the highest in the world number one in the world trump said we'd be number one (laughs) usa usa we did it um this will probably be the toughest week between this week and next week trump told the white house press conference there will be a lot of death unfortunately there will be death he warned um mister it's gonna disappear um we're gonna be back by easter yeah we'll never we'll never it'll be like it was never here this motherfucker um new york what what i thought oh sorry go ahead go ahead Oh, I was going to say the, um, the, the goalpost moving by him is stunning yes. because now I need to rem- like, I guess I, the, the sad thing is I don't need to remind your fan base. I need to find a way. Maybe this is my, my secret is I need to like reach some of these Trump people that are following me and be like, let's have a chat. Let's have like yeah. a town hall. I'll be Trump if Trump had a heart and a brain and I can talk to you as Trump, but give you good advice. But the, the, um, he was saying like three weeks ago, maybe two weeks. No, let's say three weeks ago. Talking about, uh, I think was it H1N1? Was that swine flu? Yeah. And like 
that was like 09 or 2010. And it was like it killed 11,000 Americans and we're worried about like 40 Americans now because he's he's so dumb mm-hmm. that he's like, well, right now <laughs> it's uh, he's basically talking like he's in a mall with an active shooter mm-hmm. and the guy's still out there killing. He's like, look, there's only two dead bodies here. We've had right. way worse things <laughs> while the guy's still like murdering people in the mall. <laughs> right. So he's talking about a final tally of 11,000 and compare. Well, he's about to. And then when he gets to 100,000, he's going to say, they said it would have been 2 million if I didn't yep. stop China. That, yep. That's his big bullshit answer for everything is yep. I stopped China. And he keeps making it this bigger and bigger decision to stop. Nobody wanted me to. Nobody wanted right. Well, I'm not doing the voice. I don't right. feel like doing the voice. Nobody wanted me to stop China. And I stopped it and I stopped it quick. <laughs> so we would have had, I'm being told, four billion dead Americans if I hadn't stopped China. So that's pretty great. Yeah. So how about a thank you? How about a thank you? And he's always looking for thank you. Like yes, he's get praise. He is so. You know what he remind? He reminds me of like when I watch Netflix documentaries. He's mm-hmm. like somewhere between like Joe Exotic. But then, like, there was a documentary about the Bikram founder, the Bikram yoga founder, who was out sexually assaulting women, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. they kind of just – he kind of becomes their, like, leader, and they just go with what he says. And also that fucking wild, wild country. Yeah, I saw that. Series. Yeah, he's like all those people. Yes. And his followers – because I don't even call them fans or supporters anymore. Yes. They're followers. They're, they're cult mem- member followers. It's like this dude couldn't be worse. Like, we don't – then we don't have a way to make you see because – he was just telling you that the, the swine flu, that was the real problem. Obama didn't do shit. Well, that's because it ended at 11,000. Right. You're like still going, you're going to, you're going to fly by 11,000 with like a peak somewhere in six digits if we're mm-hmm. lucky. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, and then he's not going to talk about Obama and the swine flu anymore. He's going to talk about, uh, the governor's messed up mm-hmm. and how this would have been a uh, hundred million dead people. And he compares it to like the 1918 flu right. just to make us feel better. Like in 1918, it was 100 million worldwide. So we're pretty good. Really? 1918 is like you're comparing yourselves to like that, that shit. And, and it's, and, that, and that's know? also like the number now. Like he has, like, right. that, that's the thing about, uh, malignant narcissists. They just tell the lie that they think makes them look good in the immediacy of the, like He's that only moment. worried about right now. Yes. Like, like he'll, it if doesn't we lose matter. Five million people. If we lose five million people, I'm not. I, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Right. I pray it doesn't. But if we were to lose five million, he, I, I am not kidding. He will go to two things. He will go. You know, in 1918, it was 100 million, so that's pretty good. Right when we had right. like, no medicine. Congratulations. Right. Exactly. And right. he'll, I, I could see him going. I could. I like the joke version of him, which is getting closer to reality. Yeah. You know, we had something called the Holocaust, okay? And that was 6 million just Jewish people. It was like 12 million total. So for us to only lose 5 million total is like, it's very nasty that you're calling it a Holocaust because the Holocaust was so much worse with 6 million. So uh, I don't like that question. I don't like your tone. And we did a great job. Yep. And he will absolutely, he will absolutely is, do it. There is no point. There is no point where he checks himself like he gave himself a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. on this like he's giving himself an eight like what do we do like but he give himself is, a 10 out of 10 on anything like that's just that's what, what he does like, it doesn't even matter like it wouldn't even matter what the fucking measurement was if, if we said are you 10 feet tall he'd say i'm a 10 out of 10 
on being 10 feet tall he just like the 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 sad part is like you said the followers the people who are watching this shit and going well he said he's 10 feet tall and you know even if i can see that he's six feet tall i just fucking like the guy and i mean the the press is just being unfair to him why are you even bringing up height like it's those people that really truly enable this shit because i i 100 percent believe those motherfuckers are voting for him again so like that's you know oh, yeah. there's like i hope people don't think you can relax or not be vigilant like motherfuckers gotta figure a way out to vote in november uh whether it's uh mail-in or go to the poll, whatever that shit just has to happen because unfortunately um i don't see his fans going away and they're so stupid i believe if he held a rally today they'd show up of course like that's that's oh. that's what oh, he they has. want to because they'd be owning the libs yeah they'd be showing that they're not listening to fat Fauci <laughs> getting death threats bruh like, what the, like, the, the one dude is like hey y'all this this is serious he's like the canary in the coal mine the whole time and was like okay um yeah. what he said was dumb i'm not gonna say that but here are the facts i'm just here for facts 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 yeah four hundred and thirty thousand people by the way have traveled from china to the u.s since the coronavirus outbreak what right yeah but we you know shut it down we shut it down <laughs> quickly and very greatly and they'll go that's right because you know there's a billion people in china so four hundred thirty thousand <laughs> is like nothing right that's i mean that's and he will say that like what i did if they bring that up at today's briefing he will go you know there's like over a billion chinese people like we're not going to get it to zero but we shut it down we shut it down very quickly <laughs> and 130,000 is like nothing compared to a billion as, as if a billion chinese people were going to come to america <laughs> uh and they also um said that um even with what we know some flights continued this past week as the data show with passengers traveling from beijing to los angeles san francisco and new york under government rules that allow americans and some others to return despite the clampdown that took effect february 2nd so, yeah so it's not a total lockdown at all you know um and since people can be asymptomatic i mean you can pass the screening even and i don't think quarantine is like mandatory necessarily i i think and the thing is in addition to all this and i don't know if you have this in news it's Mm -hmm. like trump is still you you posted i believe an article about like some unqualified dude who he got on the on the 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 lowest level of federal courts that they now want to bump up yeah. Obviously, they're in a hurry to get these morons bumped up to like high level courts before Trump's done. Mm-hmm. They want to put them on the DC circuit, which is the second most powerful court in the country. And so they're, they're doing that. He's gut, he gutted like the main fuel emission standard mm-hmm. that Obama put in. All this, by the way, like we're dealing with an ecological and health crisis and he's still doing things for the, for like industry and fossil fuels mm-hmm. to make sure that we're less healthy in the future. Like he's, he, He's like making sure we have more crises to come. He just wants to make right. sure that those exist. He fired the inspector general who just did his job by yep. filing the whistleblower and called him a disgrace. Yep. Um, all this because, and then he can go to the people don't want to talk about this. They want to talk about the COVID. Like, and he's kind of right. right, but it's, it's, it's like he's, he is clever in that way. The like grip, I, he, I mean, he's the not grip smart, but he will, he will do shit like this. Well, it's, it's just that the grip never stops. You know, like, and he can't stop himself, by the way. Like, I would even take it a step further and be like, he's not even clever. He can't stop himself. He's like, you know, it's like a, a, a a coke addict who's hiding that they're addicted to coke because they show up to work every day, but then they do such a shitty coked up job that everyone knows they're on coke. But it's like, but you know what? 
he never stopped showing up to work it's like yeah that's not i don't think that's like the plan like i don't think i don't think that's part of the subterfuge i think the motherfucker can't help themselves and he i don't think he can help himself man like and we can't we unfortunately don't have in this crisis the bandwidth to to cover it all um british said one one of the the only other thing i'm sorry i keep going but it's like I, i he he said a couple of weeks ago and i don't know why these things don't get covered more the expectations are so low for him now but Fauci was saying one thing, and it was about like a few weeks ago when they, people were highlighting that there's like co- they're kind of contradicting each other. Mm-hmm. And Trump takes this tone that he thinks is like, listen to me being presidential and like conceding some points. He goes, you know, Fauci's he's Dr. Fauci's, you know, he's a, he's a science, you know, a medical guy. He's he's into the, you know, he likes the data and they like the reports and they like to do the testing, and that's fine. That's fine. Like he like mm. and he goes, but I you know I have a different I kind of have a feel and like you know I like to think and maybe see what happens, and I'm going. There's not two options right. for science. <laughs> Fauci's <laughs> doing it the scientific way. You're saying it like that's a style choice. Conservative, <laughs> conservative. You know, it's funny because and testing. Uh-huh. That's, you know, that's cool. Correct, correct. I like to freestyle my science. Uh, you know, I'm more off the cuff. Uh-huh. And he thinks that he, the way he's saying it, his tone is like, you see how presidential I'm being? I'm admitting that I'm not always, I don't have, I have one of the right techniques, but not the only right Right. technique. And isn't that generous of me? And it's like, that's insane. Yeah. Karen, what were you going to say? I'm about to say, yes. It's like watercolors and crayons. Like, it's just a personal Mm. preference. You go, no, motherfucker, (laughs) this is not the same. Well, also, it's that thing, too, where, um, he's still gonna get his lie out there no matter what like you know when um hydrochloroquine was this he was saying this it's like a miracle drug it's gonna da 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 and then fauci's like we don't have any proof of that there's anecdotal things that people have said work but we don't we have not actually put that into production we don't know that that actually works um blah blah blah. and then i saw that i was watching that one live and then trump gets back on the mic to be like yeah well you know uh you know some say it doesn't work some say it does it's like no nigga he said it doesn't work chloroquine album april 10th <laughs> yeah chloroquine <laughs> cop it all okay we know people with lupus need it buy it all just go into the fucking pharmacy and steal it if you have to whatever it takes um all right uh let's see oh neiman marcus is preparing to file for bankruptcy because uh nobody's shopping there because of coronavirus mm, that shit's high too uh british 5g towers are being set on fire amid coronavirus conspiracy theories what yeah oh so that thing somebody was talking about the 5g's people were believing that bullshit i mean apparently so uh, five, <laughs> we gonna fuck around and, and lose tele- the one contact we do have telephones 5g phone masks are being set alight in the uk after online conspiracy theories have misleadingly linked the cell towers to the coronavirus pandemic the bbc reports that at least three 5g towers were set alight within the last week the police and fire services were called to extinguish the flames um yeah I, so is the goal to not be able to use the phone after this right so and then when you need someone to come the you need 911 to come get you for your coronavirus uh that you're dying from 
it's, it's, oh well, there's no 5g service because we burned the fucking towers down what kind of idiocracy level like and, skit and, are we living in and it's the coronavirus outbreak near the 5g gonna go up because y'all probably had to get together as a team in order to do this last time i yeah. checked, i don't think one person could burn that well down. it's good to know that the british have hoteps too you know that, i thought we it had is worldwide apparently i thought we had the monopoly on this but mm-hmm. apparently it's stupid anti-science mm-hmm. motherfuckers over there too illuminati is everywhere apparently yeah you drinking the alkaline blurf um ah! <laughs> <laughs> jesus um evangeline lily apologized for her dismissive arrogant coronavirus comments hmm. i guess the mouse whispered in her ear <laughs> disney came came through like hey mickey, hey, mickey hey was like hey can, can i say hey look quick? look we're trying to help you help yourself right now get the fuck off of instagram issue this apology and stay and offline just stay offline till we call you to come fit, be the wasp okay you like money don't you told, i guess they told the wasp to buzz off <laughs> oh, no, i gotta get i gotta get my sound effects up <laughs> uh, that's a good one <laughs> i believe they told her to get lost <laughs> oh man yeah i bet that had to sting that's a good one <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's a good one uh but yeah she oh, apo- oh go I ahead i don't know why these celebrities do this sorry to interrupt i'm just saying like mm-hmm. i know they go viral if some one famous person says something dumb like it's yeah. gonna go viral like who is the who was the disney wo- girl woman like she's now oh who, vanessa who, hudgens or something yeah where you're just like why even what do you do i mean maybe people start to feel i can say this as somebody who yeah. got obviously a huge bump in my twitter profile and that's nothing compared to these like yeah. 20 million followers that these disney people and the kardashian types have mm-hmm. you do i do i had to check myself you know you have to be yeah. like oh i could just tweet this and watch it watch it go yeah you know and it's like oh I let me to- stop myself before i fucking blow this whole career thing up without because i right. went to my head without thinking right away but i think you probably reach a certain level where you're like well, I always get this like every day. I what? tweet three times and I get a million retweets. So like, well, I have, a, I, have a, I have a theory about this, but I'm gonna pause real quick. Okay, so my theory is this: um, celebrities are people. That's my theory, guys. I know it's deep. I know it's a new one. I think a lot, not a lot of people are on this with me, but um, just by the nature of being a celebrity, does not make them necessarily any smarter than the regular person. Right and um i've seen your facebook pages a lot of y'all dumbass friends are saying dumbass things mm-hmm. that aren't they just don't happen to have a million billion people to say it to right but like they're saying it to like 15 people and it's just as dumb as vanessa hudgens like it's you know just like being a celebrity doesn't necessarily make these people uh any more educated and worldly than anyone else and i think that's what happened with evangeline lily and the thing i can relate to in evangeline lily's initial post was um i know where it came from in my opinion and i think it came from a place of fuck trump not the way like people think it was on some like make america great again and never take our freedom i think she was being like fuck 
trump fuck everything he's saying um he's not gonna make i don't believe him and he's not gonna change the way i feel about the shit uh because i'm gonna live my life and the people are like are you fucking stupid like 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 are you gonna get your kids and your grand your father killed because you you fucking you know want to be rebellious or whatever yeah so she put um despite my intense trepidation over the socioeconomic and political repercussions of this course of action please know i'm doing my part to flatten the curve practicing social distancing and staying home with my family oh man shout out to her pr agent Mm -hmm. i want to offer my sincere heartfelt apology for the insensitivity i showed in my previous post to the very real suffering and fear that has gripped the world through COVID 19 grandparents parents children sisters and brothers are dying the world is rallying to find a way to stop this very real threat and my ensuing silence has sent a dismissive arrogant and cryptic message my direct and special apology to those most affected by this pandemic i never meant to hurt you when i wrote that post uh 10 days ago i thought i was infusing calm into hysteria i can see now that i was projecting my own fears into an already fearful and traumatic situation at the same time i'm heartened by the beauty and humanity i see so many people demonstrating toward one another in this vulnerable time when i was grappling with my own fears over social distancing one kind wise and gracious person said for me do it out of love not fear and it helped me to realize my place and all of this sending love to all of you even if you can't return it right now uh yeah i can see uh disney pr people are fucking top notch let me tell you that much because that i don't know if they took over her account or they just said copy paste this into your instagram and log the fuck out because that's pretty much the uh perfect you spend it that's the perfect i was wrong and i'm sorry and uh let me go on about my rich ass business um so they was like do whatever you want to fucking do but don't do this dumb shit but social media and it's twitter so it's not like the people that are mad are never gonna be like that's a good apology and right i'm over it so you know you basically out yeah but but people, <laughs> people like me uh I, i'll be there for ant-man 45 oh well that's the thing they're still going you know it, assuming we have movie theaters come back at some point they're still gonna go yes you know? please come back i i, I don't think life would how about my amc boycott people mocked my amc boycott they but did. now the whole thing's closed yes and they possibly gonna go out of business well i actually wanted to talk to you about that um i wanted to let you know i've joined your amc boycott um i haven't been Thank to the you. theater in quite some time uh it's kind of like how i joined the kaepernick nfl boycott by falling asleep on my couch every sunday for for about six hours and waking up like there was football um, welcome to welcome to the revolution Rob. yeah yes. we're doing it guys we're eating the rich over here okay fuck a fuck oh, big oh, by the way sorry i got a, i got a quick update before we came back i was replying to a tweet this is also my thing where people say a great trump impression but as a christian i don't like you mocking my faith now people who know me know that i go to church right and i take it i take it pretty seriously but that i don't understand i'm not mocking religion i'm donald trump's ridiculously fake embrace right. of religion you should be offended by him right he is not he does not care for your faith he does no. not believe in anything of your faith he is using you like a tool that's offensive not me making fun of him for his lack of knowledge and lack of care and his total lack of humility right. but then it becomes you are mocking my faith and i even though your impression is good i put faith above all else and this is offensive and i'm like and yet I'm guessing you're not offended by Trump and his complete mockery of faith. 
well brother i hate to, and no they never are <laughs> i hate to go complete randolph terrence on you with the woke files here but duh, that's because their religion white supremacy you know and by mock right. by mocking trump you are mocking the white supremacist religion of christianity and you know the evangelicals and what that what that means in america these are people that support trump while clearly saying that everything he stands for is is you know is a is is ridiculous and anti-christ right the, the guy who fucks strippers gets them pregnant wants abortions and signs ndas and shit uh is you know the guy who says two corinthians uh who never steps foot in church um that guy is a who white says that he would date his daughter if it wasn't his daughter yes but which well that's kind of in the bible but uh if the thing is he 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 says this shit but they not listening to that part the things they're listening to is oh he's locking up brown people at the border uh he wants cops to beat black people over their head uh he's you know trying to shut down the entire uh like uh, he's being xenophobic towards the entire rest of the world that's what that's their religion and so when you mock trump and uh you make the point that this guy's a hip comes to like faith to them that's like the biggest insult is because what what you're really picking on is my belief system of the inherent supremacy of whiteness um you know because these are the same people that thought barack obama was a secret muslim and an atheist uh and shit like that you know it's like why because he's black oh okay well which still wouldn't be because those were just socialist Mm -hmm. muslim socialist and an atheist were ways of saying black right but in ways that you could say oh i'm not a racist but I'm an American and with all this terrorism, I'm nervous about Muslims or I'm an American and I believe in capitalism. So socialism scares me. But it was like, if you look well, he goes to church. He's a, he's a Christian. He proclaims himself. This is yet another attempt to. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, It's okay. And he is a, an obvious capitalist. Mm -hmm. Um, so not sure where you're getting all that. And then it was like, you know, I did a sketch a long time ago, which was the, uh, the Tea Party dating service, which was people would date progressively blacker people for their, like their daughter would bring home progressively blacker people until they got to a, a full black guy. Mm-hmm. And the black guy was like a conservative, like a guy who actually voted for John McCain. So you like eased the parent who was a Tea Partier. <laughs> right. into, so I was the first, then a Dominican guy was the second date. And we like progressively darker, but mm-hmm. more conservative. And then at the end of the video, be like after the credits the father looks at you know it's like one of those like reality shows where it's yeah. like, oh we're taking off the mic and he goes socialist means black right yeah i remember that because it's, it's funny too when yeah. people go like how much people are like bernie sanders is a socialist and they're like that's what we want that's what we need and i'm like yeah um one there was scary not with bernie it's like right cute. it's cute with bernie but there with wasn't Obama, it was like an existential crisis because yes. it wasn't actually his economic philosophy you were just looking for a politically okay term to say either the n-word or black like right you, even racists even most racists know you can't say you're racist right like they at least have like trump will say instead of trump like Trump will say a hundred demeaning things about black people. But he won't and say a word. I'm the, I'm the least racist person you know. And right. I'm always like, well, that's a ridiculous thing. Cause like, even if you're not, you're definitely not the least. Right. <laughs> like you, you, <laughs> my good, my good friend, uh, Ben Carson is like, uh, that's not, yeah. We see what you did with Diamond and Silk. That's not going to help. But yeah, that is funny though. Cause socialist for Obama was like a death nail. 
you know right. and then for but for but socialists for bernie sanders even people that don't fuck with him it don't hit like that socialist they had for obama even like when fox news says a socialist they want to take over the country it's like it don't it's not scary the same way it was when it was obama um here's a video of fox news talking about the coronavirus uh when it impeach first hit. the president and sadly it seems they care very little for any of the destruction they are leaving in their wake we must test for the virus in order to so what you're seeing is march 9th and then march 13th uh march 9th there was this is just a plan to impeach the president then this isn't real it's a hoax then march 13th apparently the memo went out and now we get this change uh of tone from the uh, same from the same anchor and they do this with several anchors over the course of the entire uh video which is uh, about like a minute stop the spread of it what could be a very great recession some predicting even a depression at worst worst case scenario it could be the flu i feel like the more i learn about this the less there is to worry about i was about to say the same thing we have unity to this virus it's a new virus it's a pandemic strain of a virus we haven't seen before all the talk about coronavirus being so much more deadly doesn't reflect reality without a vaccine the flu would be far more deadly we are facing an incredibly contagious and dangerous virus that is moving across the world from one hot spot to another we're going to call out anyone and everyone who's using this virus as a political weapon against the president the standard flu every single year kills tens of thousands of americans we are now entering what will be the crucial defining 15-day period as it as it relates to this virus where we must slow the spread of coronavirus. It's actually the safest time to fly. Everyone I know that's flying right now, terminals are pretty much dead. We have a responsibility to slow down this virus and to think of other people during this time. And so if you can keep your distance and prevent someone from getting close to you that might be sick, you can save yeah. your family, you can save the elderly, and help our country as a nation. It is absolutely disgusting oh. that Democrats are seeking to use this complex virus to score cheap political points. This dangerous health crisis could dovetail quickly into a political crisis, already feeling economic ramifications of it all. Yeah, so that that's what... And the thing is about... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, the scary part to me is that is what, like, 40% of America is believing right now. You know what I mean? Like, that. those people speak to a good portion of Americans and speak for a good portion of Americans. And so when we talk about this being an all hands on deck situation where we have to self isolate and all this stuff to, to, to beat this, as JL brought up, we're going to have a segment of America that's like, we're owning the lives by going to church. We're, we're fucking showing these, they just want to get rid of the president. That's all this is about. And they're not going to fucking get rid of Trump under my watch. So I'm going out. And it won't matter because you're going to be dead. Yeah, possibly. I think that uh, what's what's a, cr- a crazy story, and I think the New York Times had it, was uh, Lachlan Murdoch, who's the the son, one of the sons of of Rupert Murdoch, who sort of now runs Fox News. He's like the president of Fox News. Mm-hmm. He was advising because they these are high up corporate big shots, like they have direct lines to government and the president. They you know. Forgetting politics aside, these are these are major. You know, Obama would have had a similar thing, maybe not at Fox, but at other places. Like when there's an emergency, a national emergency, you want to be able to talk to the head of the New York Times or the head of ABC or News or something. So that's not the abnormal part. What's what's crazy though is at the corporate level at Fox, at the corporate level of Fox News, they were like advising people 
to not troll, to wash their hands, to, to start this stuff like a month earlier. So they're actually like, that's not like they, they right. knew this is many examples. They knew that they were peddling purely political bullshit. Right. Yeah. Like they knew they were practicing and telling their off air employees or even probably yeah. they might have been scripts to the on air people, but I guarantee you Sean Hannity wasn't wasn't hanging out at bars and restaurants right. and like uh you know uh, going to the gym and every I guarantee you they were they be, while they were still spewing that stuff on on air just to keep their base rabidly defending whatever Trump was. So if Trump was saying it's no big deal, even though we secretly know it's a big fucking deal, tell all the assholes who watch us it's a not a big deal. Yep. Until it's too late, and then you tell them it's a big deal, and then hopefully they'll forget and say, nope, Hannity told me it was a big deal, and I listened to him, and he was, he was telling the truth. He told the truth at the right time. You yep. know, like... Yeah, it's wild, too, because I watched this documentary uh, last year, um and uh it was about fox news and how they operate and i mean they would they do that with everything you know there's there's women there telling people on the air like it's a boy like if you can't handle it a job working with men then fucking shut up bitch like lose a job and then going right to the hr office like yeah so this dude grabbed my ass and i'm I'm gonna sue fox news and i want bill o'reilly gone or you got to give me some type of settlement Mm -hmm. and then hopping right back on the air and being like there is no sexual harassment it's all in your head so like they they always have these double standards when it comes to this kind of shit because they're all you know that and i i wonder if the only thing that stopped them was like people are dying and it's going to be our fans because we're the ones telling them to fucking go out and die like i wonder if they're like oh that's probably a bad strategy now that the numbers are coming in what the fuck yeah and uh like- yeah, when i saw bombshell oh sorry karen oh go ahead baby oh no i was just gonna say when i saw bombshell i, I left the theater and i remember seeing one of those maybe virtue signaling kind of conversations where somebody was like to somebody else not me but like somebody had said something like i don't give a fuck about megan kelly's like excuse me are you saying that sexual harassment uh-huh. is okay even if you disagree with the politics my response to that and i remember posting this online i was like can i be honest with you i normally wouldn't take this you know i'm taking off the character misogynist jl hat and putting on the real jl yeah. who who likes women hat um I'm not so mad if if that's all she got. Right. <laughs> like, if she's out there spewing hate right. and telling other women with problems to fuck off and to be right. tough, and she's, like, spewing all this hateful garbage and towing the company line and doing real damage to our fabric as a society, if she felt uncomfortable because her boss – now, this isn't me advocating any kind of yeah. uh, uh, assault or this in any other case – asking me to feel bad i'm not saying it's right roger ailes was a pig he's wrong but if you're asking me to feel some extra sympathy like look bad things happen like megan kelly felt uncomfortable at work also i'm like nah i'm okay like she should like if there's some sort of karma like i'm not saying she should be punished or 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 deal with physics but if she's telling everybody else right that their sexual harassment is bullshit Right. Then I don't really like. I don't look at that movie Bombshell and go, "My God, he made her feel simple." I'm like, "Well, I don't know." It's also, like, I don't, I'm not saying it's, it's good. Right? No, no. I, I totally I understand what you're saying. Sad for you. <laughs> I, I totally understand what you're saying. It's like when um, Candace Owens brings up like, uh, you know, some racial like is you know, it's racist that other commentator. Oh, Stacey Dash. It's racist that 
these other commentators get to go on fox and they get paid more than me and blah 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 i'm like stacy dash you get on tv every day and say racism not real affirmative action doesn't need to exist that you like you can't then say it's real when it comes to me and that's what and i think exactly and the thing that i hate is the the because you know um i hate that like progressive liberal strain of signaling that does the like i would not wish the coronavirus on my worst enemy i don't care if harvey weinstein what he did no one deserves to be in prison and get coronavirus because that's not it that's not humane at all and i'm like this is why i don't really call myself liberal because fuck him like I, like of all the people i need to be sympathetic to in the world i don't care about him i'm not batman like i don't have to have some moral code of how to live my life some people is fuck them i don't like i you know um i remember when uh they got osama you know i'm not gonna celebrate people are it's sick it's disgusting people are celebrating in the street he killed a lot of fucking people people might not want that dude on the earth no more like when did we lose that like the fucking the impulse to be like yeah that i'm not saying i killed it but if he off this earth i'm cool with it and that's kind of the thing you know um that's why the bombshell didn't work was because you bunch of women that and they never really truly self-interrogate like these women also promoted sexual harassment in the workplace they also told people it was fine and then it happened to them and now they're like oh my god sexual harassment i got we got to do something about this and it's like yeah they didn't become and heroes still getting on the air right and still getting on the air though yes because it's hey you know what welcome to the club if you change your ways it would have been nice if you'd had that empathy before mm-hmm. but you know what welcome okay welcome to the to the resist movement or yeah. welcome to the me too movement but to then be harassed and then be like no, but this this fifteen million dollar a year paycheck is worth telling that yeah, their it's shit bullshit. Is, uh, they're just they can't hack it. I just hate that. I just hate that shit because I know it's not true. When you do the like, I wouldn't wish coronavirus on Harvey Weinstein. Anyone celebrating that? You're sick. You're. I'm like you're you're, you're as bad as Harvey Weinstein. Like no no no. I didn't rape sixty women, and uh, also fuck him because I don't need to root for that guy and his prison stay like this such it's so over the top and that's how they i think that's how you lose people is when you try to do that like like i'm jesus turn the other cheek bullshit you know and i'm supposed to believe you hate you want to kill rich people you don't even want them to get the coronavirus in prison after raping people fuck you i i sometimes do that but not to that extent that's like with me in the death penalty i go hey if your family member gets killed i'm not here to tell you hey yeah don't don't think bad thoughts about that i'm just saying my personal belief yeah no no the death penalty is the death penalty is racist in implementation correct and it's not 100% foolproof so we can't really trust it there's innocent people on death row all that shit everyone is right everyone who makes those arguments is 100% correct here's the thing if you kill a motherfucker i know i don't care if you're dylan roof i don't care like it's like I, right. like like and but and because i think what happens is on the principled stance they feel like we can't even allow for that type of human emotion because if we do we're gonna lose the bigger argument you know and i'm like yeah but i feel like you're losing the bigger argument because you don't allow for the fact that there's some extreme cases 
that would warrant a motherfucker needing to go you know like um but anyway all that stuff to say uh that's okay. that's how that bombshell shit felt to me uh but i'm mm-hmm. not i'm not done with the clips by the way i got one more clip okay. and then we'll move into guest race okay mm-hmm. this is dr drew you guys may know from uh uh he used to be on uh, love line with adam carolla yes um that's years ago yeah celebrity rehab i think he also did that i think that this is gonna be worse than the flu way less virulent than the flu so it's a reminder that you're more likely to die of influenza so go ahead and get your flu shots mild doesn't hurt anybody that should be the headline way less serious than influenza that's the headline you know what the two percent lethality thing is you have there are you talking about the coronavirus thing it's less than two percent it's like 0.02 less dangerous than influenza less dangerous than influenza um your probability of dying of coronavirus much higher being hit by an asteroid i would say the flu virus in this country is vastly more consequential and nobody is talking about this that. corona thing doesn't worry me it is at all. it is a press induced panic i am angry about it it is the flu if you're under 65 and you get it you're going to have the flu and you're going to be fine oh it's going to be just like the flu it's going to be almost identical oh I, I can see it God. coming Americans in 2020 panic is to hoard toilet paper. Right. Hoard toilet paper. Antibacterial gel. Right. In in response to the flu. Right. A flu. And it's a different flu. And if you notice, it's Corona 19, which means there's at least been 18 of these other ones. Oh, yeah. Movies. Why do you think, like, the the NBA now discussing the idea of playing without fans? And UCLA today announcing that their sports are going to be without fans. I, I think that's a, I think that's a mistake. Should the Olympics be canceled? That's funny. Have you noticed yeah. less people out on the streets? Oh, absolutely. Less people in, in the trains for sure. Well, they, they told them uh, De Blasio told them not to ride the trains, right. and so they're not riding the trains. And and so I am. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> Say we do have a hundred thousand deaths in the country. Remember, we get thirty thousand deaths from the flu. This is going to be. We predicted from the beginning that this is going to be worse than the flu. So we'd have to at least have 30,000 deaths for it to be worse than the flu. But do we wait till 20,000 people die and then start panicking? It's not going to happen. Okay. That's the point. It's not It's not going to happen. So uh, now we know why him and Adam He, ha- he has friends. apologized. <laughs> yeah, he has apologized. Since then. By the way, that last comment was... Uh, and he's a real doctor, right? With the yeah. words behind his name. Yeah, yeah, he's done celebrity rehab. You know what's rehab. more lethal than coronavirus? Being one of his patients in celebrity <laughs> rehab. <laughs> uh, he dropped a four-minute apology video, which I'm not playing. Uh, you, you said what you said. Um, <laughs> and you said it apparently on like a dozen shows. Right. You know what you, I mean? That wasn't like one interview. That was like he was just going on a, on a tour of yes. like, nope, nothing, nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. He did all. But that's how you get money because everybody's saying it's something. So you're saying, you're just saying the thing that not as many people are saying. And when people are afraid, they want to, they want to hear that it's nothing. So there's, there's a market for that, that idea. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah fuck. and before we move on we was talking about like the fox news clips and clips and they're scared that they're going to be sued and i understand because 
just because some of these older people that may die from it listening to you some of their kids might not fuck with y'all and might be like look my mom and them sitting here and watch this bullshit and i don't give a fuck about fox news you're accountable for their goddamn death i had to argue with them not to go to church i had to argue with them and they spewed the bullshit y'all were putting out there so i hope they get a goddamn class action lawsuit fuck them Mm -mm -mm. that'd be awesome dr drew man i i didn't even realize this had happened like this is a i was like like all those clips and shit i made me go look up an article about him like what the fuck happened to dr drew i'm like oh apparently he ain't been shit for quite some time man can i do a rebuttal a a, a republican trump fan rebuttal sure. to dr drew okay like yes. your complaints about him what about dr dre <laughs> talking about murder talking point. about bitches True. you think that's good both sides that's a good point that's a good point i didn't even think of that i mean, mo- I mean i have been giving dr dre a pass my whole life i mean more people have died from the chronic than the coronavirus uh that might not be factually accurate but i, don't I mean think his we need, shit wouldn't either i don't think we need facts in an argument uh you know i think we both have two different beautiful points of view that we can agree have equal weight uh i just go off of hunches and you go off of science that's fine um all right we we've talked a long time i'm gonna get in the guest array so we can start wrapping it up man uh because i don't want to turn this into some three-hour show but uh it's been fun guys it has i'm gonna skip fucking with black people and uh oh yeah we've, i've been fucked with enough some of the segments let's get to this now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today jl covan from making podcasts great again and karen to guess the race and of course all the people playing in the chat room play along and they're all racist all right let's get to the first one guys walmart's mystery deodorant liquor is allegedly found oh uh a missouri man who allegedly filmed himself licking a bunch of deodorant for sale at walmart is now charged with making terrorist threats police in warrington 55 miles west of st louis said they received reports about the march 11th video from as far away as the netherlands before arresting a 26 year old local man uh, identified as cody lee fifster uh a uh, warrington the man in the video licks the deodorant after looking at the camera and asking who's scared of coronavirus fifster knowingly caused a false belief or fear that a condition involving danger to life existed read court documents which accused him of acting with reckless disregard of the risk of causing the evacuation quarantine or closure of any portion of the store fister um was prior has prior convictions for burglary firearm theft disorderly conduct and dui um so yeah uh they said that we would like to thank all those who reported the video so the issue could be addressed said the police karen guess the race of cody fister white good old-fashioned american pie white okay all right Uh, what about you jl i'm gonna go with kid rock white (laughs) kid rock white okay let's see uh who raised you white yt uh fox news fan white um <laughs> are y'all saying he was as white as those deodorant sticks he was licking on um 
sounds white one of those tiger king white strong enough for deodorant but made for coronavirus white whiter than the sun deprived legs so you hate yourself huh white uh the correct answer is uh oh wait there's more guesses aluminum tongue white last name fister browser dreams white thought that tussie deodorant red pussy illiterate white uh cloudy exotic white (laughs) 25 20 whitewash uh white cracker white yt and it's the pits white <laughs> the correct answer is white man the people that think this shit is a game are like it's like uncanny they're all white people they do the shit where they like go to a store and try to like post up there um is the picture showing up yet it's slowly moving okay yes uh so that's that's our boy over there cody fister oh yeah he he is kind of tiger king like tiger king boyfriend white yes he would date him yes even marry him yeah definitely the one without the teeth the one without the teeth yeah like definitely was straight before meeting tiger king but that was also before doing meth so now he's not um (laughs) all right let's do another one let's see here uh oh uh how about this one um uh georgia man oh wait no that's kind of depressing Uh, let me find a different one uh uh let's see how about uh uh okay here's one this didn't really happen so it's not that depressing a donaldson woman charged after she lied about her non-existent daughter's shooting death the police say what a donaldson woman has been arrested on false reporting charges at the police say she fabricated a story about the shooting death of her baby who doesn't exist they shot my baby uh metro nashville wow. police say glenna brooke pinkerton 32 told detectives her infant daughter was fatally shot in the head by pinkerton's ex-boyfriend and was buried in a shallow grave in two rivers park near donaldson in march 2018 it's always a shallow grave ain't it no one goes to full six feet anymore man Apparently not. you gotta i'm thinking when you're murdering somebody put in the extra time you know like do you want to get caught Ugh. i mean a good rain and that's it these who knows how many people only got away with murder because they just put in that american work ethic put in that extra that extra time said i'm gonna go the extra like three feet on this and really cover up this crime you know it's it's really sad what's what's happened to americans and our work ethic anyway um pingerton took detectives to the park and showed them where she allegedly buried her daughter last week metro nashville police department officers combed the area with a cadaver dog and an investigator from the medical examiner's office but turned up nothing during a follow-up interview with pinkerton the release said she admitted to concocting the story and said she had never given birth when authorities questioned the woman and asked why she lied she said attention i guess <gasps> pinkerton was released from jail for after posting a three thousand dollar bond after her arrest on tuesday she's scheduled to appear for a judge april 17th karen guess the race of miss glenna brooke pinkerton i'm going white all right karen's going white uh jl covan what about you 
going black all right let's check the chat room was her ex-boyfriend black remember ed remember eminem but forgot dre white uh carol baskin white pinkerton pinky white uh <laughs> susan, susan smith white <laughs> susan smith that's a black story white babies don't get shot so what was your end game ma'am i'll say black white 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 they didn't check to see if she's a baby she had a baby pink Denton white no uh no father in the baby's life even though it was a fake baby mm. i guess that's black black rob is that black you didn't say the race uh has an imaginary boyfriend white white she's a white young metro black black i'm not getting booed pinky toe white man a lot this this is a very divisive one here karen you went white mm-hmm. jl went black mm-hmm. the correct answer is she was white Now I do have to boo everybody who said black. Um, yeah, I I did cuz cuz the name was kind of uh but I'm like they believed to off rip. They didn't ooh. confirm that she if she had a baby or not. Mm-hmm. and they were just like we got you ma'am and they wouldn't wasted all those police resources just on her right and you know she got a jail bond they didn't i mean i'm pretty sure they're gonna charge her but yeah. it's one of the things where you're going ma'am i mean i'm surprised they didn't just look at her and go there's no way you got knocked up man please stop wasting police resources." remember eminem that is eminem <laughs> yeah she's got like a oh. something going on with her haircut too that just says crazy i don't know wow yeah. yeah what is happening here yep yep um so all right let's that now we have uh karen's up two to one going in the bonus round let's see if jl can catch up double points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far jl is one and one karen is two and oh but let's see how they do in the bonus round all right guys here we go uh wait do i have both pictures okay i do wait i don't even know what race these people are yeah some ambiguous looking motherfuckers i'm going back hold up let's get a different one let's get a different one how about um um how about this one then um what's this uh law enforcement chase stolen bobcat down busy north carolina roads oh wilmington north carolina an 18 year old man is accused of leading multiple agencies on a unique pursuit through the wilmington area wednesday night video submitted by wect viewers sheldon hamilton and chris gore show multiple law enforcement vehicles on college road amid the blue police lights you can see a white bobcat pass with the trail of patrol cars behind it how fast was that bitch going the bobcat is not a small thing Wilmington police say the driver was operating a skid steer loader erratically and that's when the sheriff's office began to pursue him wpd 
became involved when the, the driver crossed in the city limits the chase went up military cutoff road to gordon to college to Lennon to market and over to cardinal before deputies subdued the suspect near the inland green subdivision god damn according to lieutenant brewer uh, darius walker was taken into custody he has been charged yeah. with resist delay obstruct public officers reckless driving to endanger fail to heed light slash siren no operations license impend Ooh, you imp- don't say impede traffic sit stand lie highway fail to stop steady red light sit stand lie yep uh there are no reports of damage involved in the incident law enforcement doesn't believe walker will use drugs or alcohol prior to the late night last night's chase a representative for herc rentals on market street said the bobcat to the company it was stolen from a construction site at mayfair shopping center the woman to police department has not yet confirmed that the bobcat was stolen oh what you think it was his all right um ah! let's guess the race here karen black jail black check the chat room duh tiger kang black crime says white name says black black kimball walker black running from the cops black and a bobcat white tried to be the first black tiger king jaquan exotic black darius got the wrong kind of cougar blake bobcat (laughs) gold white uh darius is black black farm theft auto black ate all his quarantine edibles in one night black june bug black ride till he can't no more black blacked uh believes he can cure corona with black sea oil and orange pills black could not take a real bobcat nigga shit Ah! uh call 1-800-COLLEGE to get that heavy equipment license the credit is you guys had a lot of good funny answers he was black oh wait there you go Some of you did miss it though. Say what, Karen? Darius did that. Yeah. um, Now, I think they should hire him. I mean, this young man knows how to drive a Bobcat that well, enough to avoid police for several streets. Somebody, he he should be working on somebody's construction site. He must have been flying on that thing i wonder if maybe like he was owed a paycheck or something from the construction site right and he was just like you know what motherfuckers i'm gonna get my paycheck in bobcat tea okay um i'm gonna take some collateral yeah all right let's get to the last thing guys time for some sword ratchetness A man pleads not guilty in alleged sword attack at Camarillo couple's home. Um, a Camarillo man, uh, or is it Camarillo? I don't know. Charged with attempted murder after allegedly assaulting a couple with a sword last month pleaded not guilty to all the charges Friday morning. Stephen Gilbert Matijo, 29, appeared in Ventura County Superior Court for the hearing, which was conducted using Zoom video conferencing. I wonder if it got bombed with dicks and, uh, Nazis. That's what Zoom known for now. Uh, Matteo 
who has been charged with uh by the ventura county district attorney's office with one count of attempted murder one count of aggravated mayhem and one count of assault with a deadly weapon in march 26 incident special allegations include a use of deadly weapon and great bodily injury uh during commission of a felony the session was heard by commissioner william redmond uh matillo or is it my t joe i don't know uh pleaded not guilty to all accounts and denied all priors and special allegations court records show he was represented by mature county public defender uh that's i mean not guilty to everything how's that even fucking possible <laughs> you know what i mean like man it's a complete setup wasn't me i don't know what the fuck happened did someone look just like me like what is this uh the outsider like motherfucker you either did that shit or you didn't right so no there's no in between on this <laughs> uh my t.o pleaded not guilty um yeah deputy D- district attorney benjamin marino the lead prosecutor successfully requested gps monitoring uh if he's released on bail in addition a protective no contact order barring any contact with the victim was served he allegedly asked the couple outside their home um i mean attacked them outside their home on march 26th uh he reportedly used a large sword in the incident he had apparently walked to their home from a nearby relative's house where he was living or staying the husband and wife who were both struck by the sword were treated at the hospital for injury so how'd they get injured if this okay we're not life-threatening uh you didn't attack them like what the fuck Uh, it wasn't me i just happened to be visiting and living with a relative who lives in the immediate vicinity they were both hit with swords but it wasn't me not guilty on all counts please put me back on the streets and they did because we don't take sword crime seriously no we don't uh all right man thank you so much for um oh and if you're listening yes he was he was white um thank you so much jail for coming out thank man you, we appreciate JL. you i did a, a swamp week. y'all go support no, jail yeah tell tell everybody yes. where to come find you know all all your uh stuff Sure. Um, I guess right now the best place to go, I have a website, jlcomedy.com, but I think uh, the three things that won't cost you a dime to support me. I got two podcasts. We got Making Podcasts Great Again, which is my podcast is Trump. Get on that. Get a, Be an early investor still. I'm still counting anybody who jumps on now as an early fan. Uh, not a platinum level early fan, but still an early fan. Uh, Righteous Prick Podcast, also weekly. Uh, Righteous PK is the way to look it up ever since I relaunched it. And then uh, go check out a bunch of videos on my YouTube and subscribe. YouTube.com slash J-L-C-A-U-V-I-N. Lots of, lots of good stuff. Won't cost you a cent. Follow them on Twitter too, man. That's where yeah. the videos are blowing up and uh, YouTube is blowing up as well. Uh, so make sure you follow them mm-hmm. on there um, too. It's J-L Covan. Uh, all one word. Um, and uh, can you, before we leave man can you just give me one this is how i win i i need this in my life i feel like uh this is my new favorite jail covan impression oh, okay. is adam sandler from righteous uh, i mean from uh uncut gems. uncut gems and because gambling was shut down we, we we i don't get my weekly fix of jails gambling addiction and uh and and this is how i win Gotcha. Okay, so we'll we'll talk to uh, Donald Trump, Adam Sandler, <laughs> trying to convince Donald Trump. They take, they take, they take. Let me they take. Let me tell you something. They take, they take. This. What I want is I want to bet on how many coronavirus are gonna die tomorrow. 
okay and i want to parlay it okay dt let's dt dt i got this and i want to parlay it with how many members of your cabinet get sick this is how i win (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you so much man oh man all right guys (laughs) until next time i love you i love you too